Can I have some cotton candy? What's up, kings and queens? Thanks for listening. Don't be a pawn. Download our podcast. Like and follow us on Instagram at checkmate underscore podcast. Leave a review on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash bishop and knight. Go check out our website at checkmatewithbishopandknight.com. There you will find all the ways to listen to us as well as how to message us and see pictures in the gallery of how our studio is set up. Also, we are an Amazon affiliate and we'll be posting product links with discounts on our store page. This is how we make the money to keep the podcast going. We're also looking for sponsors and guests, so send us an email if you have a proposal. Word of mouth is and always has been the best advertisement, so share this podcast with your friends and tag us on your social media. And as of today, we are also on YouTube. We are audio only currently. We don't know if there will be some videos and fun content coming. Possibly so. Anyway, I'm Matt Knight. I'm back with Kevin Bishop here. And JR. And we are doing part three of 21 questions with JR. So how are you guys doing today? This evening. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm a little on the tired side. <clears throat> Long yeah. day of uh, some fun, exciting golf out there with my son today, and it wore me out. Gotcha. So I have a video. Uh, it seems like COVID-19 for, uh, I want to say recently, but for since, what, 2020 has been in the forefront of most of our lives. So mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a funny sound clip from a, a TikTok I want to play and uh, get your guys' thoughts on this gym that we have here. Ooh, it's exciting. Kind of, it kind of relates to uh, your craziest story. It sounds like this guy in the story has had some pretty crazy times. So here it goes. What is something we did before COVID that you can't believe we did? Kind of embarrassed to admit this now, but I, one of my favorite things to do would be on a Friday night, go to the local strip club and hire all eight of the strippers there. And I would just line them up while they played one of my favorite songs, uh, Weird Al's Fat. And I would reach into my bag and I would grab a nice big chocolate bar and have them each take a big bite of the chocolate bar and just chew it up until it got nice and liquidy in their mouth. And then I would lay down with my head at the end of Pervert Row. And then I would have them each take turns spitting their chocolatey goo into my mouth, into my face, up into my nostrils. And once I had a nice big mouthful... I would do what I like to call chocolate fountain. And I would just spurt it up into the air like a whale exposing his blowhole. And uh, whichever stripper oh. got the most chocolate oh. on her, I would take that one home and, and kill and eat her. What is? What? <laughs> so just to, just, just, so just to give credit, this, this is a TikTok user at uh, Boogie2988. The O's in Boogie are zeros. That's B-0-0-G-I-E. Two nine eight eight. Are you sure he wants credit for that? Because that could be one of those things where he did that, uh, maybe a little <clears> under <throat> the influence of something, and well, is now sad that that's actually out I, on the market. I, I guarantee you, he's got like what a million hits. It, uh, let's see. Is he a hot young girl or something? Uh, well, the, the no, that's just that ridiculous. <laughs> the stitch was the girl was kind of cute, but um, sixty two thousand likes. I can't tell how many people have actually viewed it, but sixty two thousand likes. Mm. So yeah, that was it's gaining some traction. Cause she spliced it, so it means he's got. There's that and his own video. Well, his so, OG he, post, so right? he he would have spliced it with her, or stitched it. Excuse me. Oh, it was her original per- mm-hmm. post. Yeah. I don't do the TikTok. I'm not a. I do not know how it works. I want to get better I, at it. I can view some things, but I do not know how to upload, stitch, splice, add on, react. Yeah, all that stuff. Like Duet videos. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, chocolate fountain. Nasty. Two girls, one cup. There you go. All yeah. right. Yeah, it's some horrible memories right there, huh? 
I remember the first time, like, someone was like, you got to see this, you got to see this, whatever. And I saw that, and I really wanted to kill that person after, like, watching, like, 30 <laughs> seconds. And I was like, oh, you mean two girls one what? Cup? Yes. Oh, it's the nastiest. No, 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 no. Well, might as well be the chocolate fountain. It was yeah. the nastiest thing I've ever seen in my I, entire life. I've just never seen a chocolate. I didn't know if that was a reference. Gross. All right, so we're going to start back into our 21 questions, and we are on question number 10. I believe this is you, Mr. Bishop. All right, JR. If you, if any fruit had to be shoved up your ass, which one are you going for? And why a pineapple? That's a great question there. Uh, very thought out and uh, inquisitive of this. I try um, to be. So I, I get, does it have to be, like, the whole fruit? I mean, are we, we peeling things? Like, well, give me some parameters here. I mean, do you want it to be gross and mushy and just smearing mostly on your ass, or do you want yeah, to Yeah, I would go with a rotten pen- banana peeled, I guess, because that's not getting in anything. You know, um, we want to feel that penetration. But if we want to go with the pineapple dough, because <laughs> it, it's it's kind of funny, and, and I, I've seen this question before, and it, believe it or not, I actually thought about this at a, at a grocery <laughs> store when I actually saw a pineapple. <laughs> and so here's the, here's the thing with the pineapple if you want to go with the pineapple. If you go, like, the, the thicker end first... It's going to hurt a whole lot more, I imagine, going in. And when you come to pull that bad boy out, those, uh, the, the peels, whatever, the, things, yeah, the yeah. spikes on the side, so they go this way. So if you peel that way there, the spikes are still going forward. It's probably not going to hurt that bad on the way out. It's just going to be ripping the, the scabs back correct. over. Correct. On the way in, it's going to hurt like hell. It's like the bait barbs on a fish hook. Sure, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but if you do it the other way, you know, the I guess the stem side first, or uh, yeah, the first, leafy it's going to be a little easier going in probably because you know you're going smaller to bigger, whatever. So you can kind of gradually go in there. But once you pull that thing out, the spikes are going the, the opposite side, so and now you've know. created a whole big mess there. So I'm going to stick with the rotten <laughs> banana. That's going to cause the mess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would go with the can of pineapple, <laughs> opened ah. or not. Mm. He doesn't need it open. Mm. Well, if I'm going to leave the fruit in there, then probably open. Mm. You want to uh, get that flavor disgusting. benefit. Let's yeah. move on. Uh, no, there, <laughs> the, so there's actually a fun fact about this. Um, the human anus can stretch up to seven inches before taking any damage. Uh, a raccoon can squeeze into holes as tight as four inches, meaning that technically you can take almost two, two full raccoons up your ass. Hmm. And, the Richard Gere advance set. And <laughs> did no. you know... Your, Not for beginners. Sorry. Your average poop is 75% water. This is roughly our planet's land-to-water ratio. Doesn't the Lord work in mysterious ways? Uh, is that the golden mean? Like that ratio there? Golden shower? No, no. I was saying more like Ark of the Covenant and Fibonacci code and, or Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, the Da Vinci code. Things I'm, like that. I'm dead <laughs> dead. That's what he was saying. <laughs> no, the, the, the golden mean, it's like three to five or something like that. Silence right. your cell phones, turn off your flashlights, or the movie's about Did to you say start. flashlights or flashlights? Because I'm keeping this flashlight. You know, I actually had a flashlight when I was overseas. Did you really? Yeah, I think what it was What was his awesome. name? <laughs> uh, I never named it, oddly Trevor. enough. <laughs> yeah. honestly, the would crush your head. You know, honestly, if I had to name it after anybody that I know, it might be Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it was so fit. <laughs> well, I'd put a magnet on the end of it and stick it to the refrigerator. <laughs> 
And there's a funny inside joke here where <laughs> he, he had a magnet and he's like, it's, it's like oh glue for metal. That was a great story. That was a very uh, funny story. I remember yeah. that. Um, it's glue for metal. It's I, like glue for I metal. I found, I was looking for the remote to a TV when crashing at a buddy's house. And this was a, a roommate situation. You found it in your butt? No. Oh. And, and uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to sleep with the TV on. So I was like, yeah, maybe it's in this top drawer here because, you know, People have dogs and cats, so they hide the remote sometimes. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be creepy, but lo and behold, right there, bing, shiny flashlight in the living room. No, no, it was, it was, it was in their bedroom, in their nightstand. But again, I was crashing there, so I was like looking for the remote to the TV because it was nowhere in place. So you're sight. in somebody else's bedroom looking through their nightstand drawers. Yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> you never learn from your mom not to look in those drawers, right? I, I never had that issue, and I never went looking in her drawers. So I mean, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. that's your story sticking to it. That's gross that you even <laughs> think something else. <laughs> ew, devil ew. Moving right along. <laughs> so, Bing, Bing, Bing. This is the bonus question from Mister Michael Gerald. Surprise. Bonus. Good guy. One of the best guys on there. Yeah, he is. He's really definitely a genuinely true, just great individual. He might be our number two listener after Ooh. you. So thank you for your continued support, Michael Gerald. Um, you can find my cash app on the web. Just <laughs> So Michael asks, what was the first song slash artist that grabbed your attention strongly and what about it got you? I that's such a so I got this question the other night of like, you know, what was my favorite album of all time? And I really kind of thought about this. I love music. And it, it's just one of those ones like for different times of my life, there's different artists, different albums, whatever, that were a significant part of my life at that point there. So if we want to go first, I'm actually going to do two. I guess the very, very first artist that I ever fell in love with was Journey. Uh, Stephen Perry's voice to me was just it was just a, a strong voice with some cool guitar back there. Um, I just I loved it. It was probably, I don't know seven eight nine years old somewhere in that ballpark and just really fell in love with journey and then all of a sudden i hit like middle school and i fell in love with ozzy osbourne um <laughs> i mean there that guy was just like you know as a rebellious young teenager or, or a preteen, whatever i mean that mm -hmm. guy did it all and he had some of the best guitar players whether it was randy rhodes or zach wilde i mean just just an amazing band that he put behind him and just kept i, I don't know i just I, I fell in love with ozzy i, I worshiped the guy for Four to six years, probably, um, before I moved to my next genre of music. But, yeah, probably Ozzy and Journey were my, my two first big loves of, of music. So since you said uh, you didn't mention Tony Iommi, um, you not specifically a So Black I Sabbath like some fan? Sabbath stuff. Okay. I, I really do. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm huge into Sabbath. Um, Widespread Panic, actually, my favorite band. They actually do a ton of Black Sabbath covers. They actually did one tour where they played, I think, at least one Black Sabbath song for like 16 straight shows or 20-something straight shows. It was pretty badass. Oh, yeah. um, I think the reason I don't put Tony Iommi there is during the younger days when, when Ozzy left Black Sabbath, there was a lot of bitterness between the two. Uh, Ozzy had some, you know, issues. I wondered, with but I've never heard about it. Yeah, and and vice versa, and 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 Sabbath had some issues with Ozzy. Like, you know, they used to put Ozzy kind of on the side of the stage, where usually the singers, you know, the the, the guy in the middle and the front, whatever. Tony <laughs> kind of pushed him around a little bit, and so for me, you know, growing up more with Ozzy than Black Sabbath, you know. Even as a stupid kid, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm taking Ozzy's side. And yeah. so, you know, Black Sabbath to me, you know, push them to the side. They don't want to play with Ozzy, even be cool with him. I mean, fuck the guy's the greatest. Too. Yeah, fuck yeah. you too. So is that why he sought 
all the attention with eating bats and snorting. I think that was just a lot of drugs and alcohol (laughs) right there, which is kind of, I mean, the guy was a crazy man for for a long time. The guy sniffed ants, you know, I think it was a tour with the Motley Crue, the story goes, uh, where he sniffed a big line of ants, whatever, to outdo those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pissed on the Alamo doing that same thing. Yeah, the guy was just, he was just crazy. And as a teenager growing up, I mean, that we didn't have social media and stuff like that. So, mm. you know, I saw this wild, crazy guy here and, and that's what I latched onto. I thought that it was just awesome. Just the way he lived his life and did the things he wanted to do. I never got into journey much until I was a bit older, um, probably like mid twenties or so, but I, I love them now. Ozzy has always been like it for me. That's sure. the first, that's the first like heavy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say metal, but heavy rock that kind of grabbed me by the balls. Yeah, it's almost hairbandish, but not really. Like he kind of well, got to the Alfred Sin album where he had like the big hair and kind of got there a little bit. Yeah. He still hung into his rock mm. roots. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of he. Some of his music is, I guess, multi-genre. I mm-hmm. guess you could say, as far as that goes. Sure. Um, it's got some good ballads. Cr- the Crazy Train was yeah. probably the that riff was the one that made me want to learn to play guitar. Randy Rhodes, man. It's amazing. It, it was the second one that I actually learned because w- when you're learning, you're really not skilled enough to do anything. Uh, but that riff made me want to want to play guitar. Metallica's Inner Sandman made yeah. me go buy a guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. So that I learned Inner Sandman intro, the intro yep. to that song first, and then it was the intro to Crazy Train, mm-hmm. and then learned a bunch of other stuff. There. I think the only song I ever learned from Metallica to play was the intro to One. That was that was a good one. I like. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. The Four Horsemen. Yeah. Not a huge Metallica fan growing up, but uh, yeah, definitely respect him. I mean, those guys have been around for what now, thirty plus yeah. years. Yeah. And, and I'll always do shitty karaoke to War Pigs. If, if I'm at a karaoke bar and they got War Pigs, I'm fucking singing it. <laughs> so I, I also like bluegrass, and well, it's called uh, I guess bluegrass jam band type or or. Jam grass, whatever you want to call it, whatever. Oh, and one of my favorite bands uh, in that genre, Green Scott Bluegrass, they actually do a War Pig song, this upbeat mm. like uh, bluegrass feel to it, and it is—it's just badass. It's so awesome. It was—it was on the credits of a movie. I can't remember which movie it was. I want to say it was a zombie movie, mm. but it, I, I heard it and I was like, "This is good. Yeah, it's this pretty, is it's good cool. stuff." Yeah. For sure. It's like the bluegrass version of if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got yeah. 99 <laughs> yeah. problems, yeah. but a bitch ain't one. I think it's... Uh, but with inflation, now he's got 114 problems, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I think it's Fire Mountain uh, that does a bluegrass cover of I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Not a hard rock song, but it is a bluegrass cover, and I... Cannot get enough of it. Sure. I think uh, Mumford & Sons actually does a great uh, version of that song. I too. imagine it sounds yeah, very similar. It does. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, uh, those bands, uh, Ozzy in particular, just because it was, you know, I was a, a rebel teenager or whatever. And yeah. Just kind of stuck with me for sure. Do you guys want to shit on me for a minute? Absolutely. Who? Why wouldn't we? So my, Take my shirt off first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The, the, the band or person, artist that grabbed me and brought me into music. Epstein? Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Hmm. Don't know who that is. Comedy. He's He was like the pre-Weird Al, I guess you would say. He, uh... He had a song that was, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, he had stole somebody's prosthetic leg. It's <laughs> the, the story of the song. And it's, I'm a three-legged man with a two-legged woman being chased by a one-legged fool. <laughs> and all of his songs were like that. Like there was a Mississippi squirrel revival where the squirrel is in the church and it's running up people's legs and causing, huh. you know, chaos in the, in the, in the pulpit, so to speak. That, so I guess that's more, uh. Kind of Stephen Lynch esque, where love Stephen Lynch, where it's more funny songs, is where like 
Weird Al kind of covered more songs in a comedic way. He was spoofing. Yes, yeah, so remember that song, Special Olympics. I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. That Special Olympic from Stephen Lynch. Kids with Downs wins the race, even though he fell on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite is a great yeah. one, too. God, the guy's super funny. What was it that... Uh, Definitely our, not PC. What was no. it that one of our previous guests said is, I, I like to park in handicapped spaces so I can see the looks on handicapped faces. Yep, that's <laughs> Dennis Leary. Yeah. God, that was hilarious. <laughs> that's some good stuff, for sure. All right, moving on to question 12. It goes back to you, Mr. Bishop. All righty. So, me and Mr. J.R. have a strong love of fantasy football. Uh, we've played on a couple of different leagues for uh, over over the past few years. Um, what about it, in your mind, keeps you playing year after year? Um, whew, That's, uh, I guess for me, like, the older I get, I love going to, to live sporting events, whatever, but I, I find myself kind of getting away from, from sports, you know, just because of time, whatever. And, you know, when you turn on the TV, I'm a big Patriots fan, you know, and I do follow Tampa Bay right now because obviously I'm in love with Tom Brady um, because he was such a staple stone for the uh, I used Patriots to, for so long. I used to hate him, but honestly, I fucking love him Yeah, the guy's amazing. And, and I love the fact, like, you know, I have some friends that are Buffalo Bills fans and whatnot and here and there, whatever. Some people just cannot deal with Tom Brady's greatness, which just – it fuels me up when they just want to try to find something to bash them, whether it's, you know, the deflating the balls or, mm-hmm. you know, Spygate or, or the refs, you know, got his back or whatever, whatever, whatever. To me, that just – it makes me want to talk about Tom even more it, just to get True. you more and more wound up. But I think, you know, in terms of, like, fantasy football – that part there it's like so when i play fantasy football you know i'm picking different players from different teams whatever so if i turn the game on at four o'clock on a sunday and maybe it's like you know the colts versus i don't know uh the giants two teams i care less about mm-hmm. um but you know maybe i have a player playing in, yep. in that game there so I'll, I'll, I'll watch that game you know maybe it's in the background whatever but it, it keeps me still wanting to watch football and keep it relevant for me um you know another thing too is i am a degenerate gambler i love to gamble <laughs> if i think i have even a little chance at it then you know what the heck why not i'll throw 50 bucks in the pool to win you know 300 bucks you know and it kind of keeps the season interesting for me so i'll bet you twenty thousand dollars i have one testicle and if you take it i'm going to get my pocket knife <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah i mean just to, to be able to kind of uh you know stay interested in football and and it kind of helps me gamble for a longer period of time. You know, I can throw in 50 yeah. bucks, 100 bucks, whatever that, that uh, the fee is for that league. And, you know, it plays out for, you know, 17 weeks or 16 weeks, whatever it is nowadays. Yeah, that's actually, it's kind of funny you say it helps you watch a game you have no other interest in. Um, that That's a huge reason why I like to keep playing is that it made Sundays a good long-term all-day affair yeah. if I wanted it. Yeah. Because I watched a Browns-Chargers game. I Why could would give you, a right? flying yeah. fuck about either one of those. No, I like Justin Herbert and I like Baker Mayfield. So there's, you know, now, but again, I feel it's also what helped me keep watching those teams. Like sure. I would not know the potential greatness of Herbert if I hadn't honestly had fantasy and been trying to make sure that Austin Eakler doesn't murder me. Yep. Um, you know, I play in four leagues right now, and I'm not gonna make the playoffs in any of my leagues this year here. Um I've won you're the championship. Welcome. Yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> I've won the championship one time in, in all the years I've played fantasy football in all the different leagues. I've won it one time. And the only reason I won there, the only reason I made the playoffs is the the league that I'm in is I think it's the top five teams make it. And then the sixth team that makes it in is the team that actually has 
scored the most points without being one of the top five teams. Does that so make it sense? doesn't matter your record. It's right. It's just if, if I scored, you know, 3,000 points, the next closest guy, you know, to get six with it was like 2,900 points, and I made the playoffs just because I had so many points. Um, I thought it was kind of cool, but that's how I got into the playoffs. I, I didn't have a good record, but I had the points, and then I went on to win the whole thing that year. And just going back, the, the reason I say that is the four leagues that I'm in this year here, every single one of those leagues, I have been outscored. So it has your points yep. allowed and your points for whatever. My points allowed is like 200 more than the next closest person to me in every single league like i have been outscored like i play the top team it seems like every freaking yeah. week i remember that happened to you a bunch even the, one of the other years that we played together and like you looked at me and made the joke one time you're like um you're like my team's fucking cursed yes and that's what it feels like sometimes up. It's just it's 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 a it's a sickening feeling like you know every week having mm-hmm. to play the top teams whatever but you know like but that's why I like that rule about letting you in yeah you exactly because this way it doesn't make you you don't give up that, that way, person like, who truly got screwed yeah but had such good points you know week after week after week they still get in yeah so I play in this one league and we play two games every week and so my record going into this past weekend. I think I'd won two games all year long, and we played two games every week. So, yeah, I sucked balls. But I won my two games. I was the highest-scoring team in our last season, our last uh, week of the regular season, oh. which knocked one person out of the playoffs by my mm. winning, and the other person that I beat, it took them from having a bye week to now having to play next week. So you know what? Spoiler, it worked. It makes me feel good, <laughs> and I will do it again next year just because of that. It's like hitting that good golf shot, you know? Fuck them if they can't take a joke. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. No, I love. I mean, there's really nothing really to follow up on. I just love fantasy football. Yeah, there's it keeps it interesting. Yeah, some... plus the show, the league, really kept it. Oh, like, I love that show. I, wanted, I love that. Show. I wanted to have my own little like. We have a trophy. We have a whatever. Like there's rules and that shit. Just, the Sacco. You would have to have friends that are just as retarded and degenerate as you. Can are. I be Taco? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little too married for that. But yeah. Do you mean retarded is like retarded, or do you mean like disabled, or? No, I mean just like the good old fashioned retarded. No, with no offense. Have you seen the league? Uh, I've seen like two episodes. Oh my god! I'm not, I think I'm not. it's one of the. Fl- I'm crying because um, so we we kind of got caught up in that uh, about a year ago. So we've been kind of binge watching that a little bit, <laughs> and we're on our last season. And I heard there's no more seasons, and so it makes it's me. It's been over. Yeah, so we're on the last one, and it makes me really sad. It's been over for like four years. Man. They call me Rodney. <laughs> so I've never been a huge like team sports person. I love to play soccer, but I never like to watch it. Um, I, I like combat sports, UFC, uh, bare knuckle boxing, and also the uh, predetermined outcome. Uh, the pro wrestling. I, I, that's my well, that's my thing. Unless Jim McMahon's got. Is that that's the big guy's name? Vince, Vince McMahon. Vince sorry, Jim McMahon was the quarterback for the uh, Bears. Yeah, my bad. Um, but he, I, I've seen some uh, like thirty for thirty episodes, mm-hmm. whatever. He likes to change the script sometimes without letting other people know, apparently, which causes chaos in the locker room. So with WWE, the ref has an earpiece, or at least for a period of time, it used well, to. Even when he's knocked out, can you hear it though? It depends. Okay. It, yeah, because he's quote unquote knocked out. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. When he's yeah. crawling ever so slowly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, crawl slow, crawl, crawl slow, crawl. Get up, get up, get up and count, get up and count. Uh, yeah, so. That makes sense because I, I didn't really think about them having an earpiece, but, you know, when they're being distracted by that person off, you know, on the corner of the ring or whatever, like, oh, come on. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And Robert. they always turn around. Just at the right time. Now, of course, you could say when you hear his body get slammed, but I'm imagining that a few foot stomps yeah. and a body slam, that at a certain point, 
there's going to be like similar noises. So like, I was kind of impressed by that, but that makes sense if they've got an earpiece. Well, a little bit of history pre earpiece. The reason that the I don't want to say the the only reason, but the one of the main reasons that the announcers were on a table that was pushed up directly to the ring was that one of the announcers was called a booker. So basically, he's the one that booked the matches for the night, decided the outcome would go best with what storyline, what feud, whatever that may be. Really, back in the day, they didn't have many storylines. They just had feuds. Uh, we were talking earlier yeah. about the Ric yeah. Flair, Magnum TA, Ric yeah. Flair, Dusty Rhodes, yeah. Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, sure. Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, all that stuff. Andre the Giant. So before the, before the wireless technology was there, the booker would have a clicky pin, and depending, the ref would have different spots in the match where he would look at the booker. The booker would be watching him the whole time, so the ref could call the match. But when the ref looked at the booker, the number of clicks of the pin determined, do we need to wrap it up? Do we need to go longer? Is this person going to do this? Do we need to call the high spot? Do we need to call, you know, are we getting somebody in from the back? It's just the number of clicks on that pin. And it it was almost like the baseball hand signal code. Yeah. But because you're an announcer and you're sitting there clicking a pin... On live TV, nobody thinks about it, right? Now, I'm one of those people, you know, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, wrestling's fake. I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. Predetermined. The, the moves yes. are choreographed sure. and real, and, but and it's that's, not that, that was That's what I was going to go to. Like, you know what? I mean, like, I saw some of the, what's that new one? AWA or whatever? They make Ruby or something like that? All Elite Wrestling. All Elite Wrestling. AEW. I was watching this promo thing for this, and, like, some of the moves those guys are doing, I'm like, that guy's going to die. I mean, to be able to. Ray Mysterio killed a man. Right? Uh, actually, was that the cage match from the no. top? The different one? Lots this, of people was, apparently died in this, this ring. This was just a botch. But, I mean, to, to, yeah. to coordinate this and, and, and do the, uh, uh, I can't say the word, choreography. Cho- choreography. Choreography. That's the word. Yeah. I can't say. Co- the dance moves. Charcuterie boardy. Yeah, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it is, it's 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 pretty high-level competition to be able to do that, especially when you're jacked up on roids and cocaine, whatever. Not to be able to anymore. stay in focus and be able to do those the types of moves. The cocaine or the roids? Yeah, which one They're, they're heavily drug tested. Really? What does both, that mean? So they sides. pay a fine, or I mean, I'm sure some of those dudes are. I'm sure there are people dudes. that get away with it. I'm a realist on that. Yeah. However, it's probably like they, a seven strike system. There was they one guy I think in WWE uh, ravishing Rick Rude. Maybe that guy looked like like a big giant vein is what he looked like. He had the perm and stuff like that. He had the perm, but I don't. I don't. Re- he was jacked, but I don't remember him being like Roy Jack. Really? It seemed no. like he had like those those big veins that just kind of ran through his whole body. And Do stuff you remember like that. the freak of nature, Scott? Scott Steiner, big pop and pump. Yeah. He's a big bad booty daddy. Dad. He had that, <laughs> what he else has he got? He had that freakish bulb that would pop up on the, the top muscle of his on top of the up. muscle. Yeah, oh, yeah. He would just like sit there and play, like normal, normal, scared. And like, he, he had a brother too, right? Rick, Rick, and Rick's son is wrestling in NXT, the developmental wow. for as Braun Breaker. His name's Braun Breaker, but the kid is fantastic. I'm going to shut up about wrestling because I'll go on all <laughs> <Yeah>. night. And <laughs> if you want to hear more about wrestling, listen to my sister podcast. Swanton Pod. That's anchor. That? That's anchor.fm forward slash S W A N T O N Pod. It's like Swanton Bomb, Jeff Hardy's signature move. Yeah, but I didn't know. But when, it's Swanton Pod. When uh, when your cohort told me about it, I was like Swan what? Like I didn't know how to spell that. Hearing it did not give me. It sounded like a foreign Wait, word. Wait, you cheating on me with a cohort? Okay. You, you hey, got a cohort? <laughs> hey. It's not you a, mean I have a cohort? It's not a cohort. It's a my whore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jeebus Christmas. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right.
All right. Come on, guys. Come all right, on. All right, all right. So Yeah, go ahead, I do it. I know it. you want to. I love it. I love it. Did I send you the meme? <laughs> you did. Did I send yeah. the meme? So how great would it be if Outcast was on stage performing Hey Ya and Matthew McConaughey came out and did the all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Five people well, left. That would be clever. On three of them. I'll see you to the door. <laughs> all right. This question is from Matt Knight. Matt, you ready? Oh, that's me, shit. I was <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there like starting oh, off in the space, is it really? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far. No. That's copyrighted. I need to edit that out. <laughs> if you could have dinner and drinks with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? It's actually fairly easy. Um, I would do John Daly. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would do Adam Sandler and Jerry Garcia. All three of those guys to me are just humble guys that just, they understood. I'll start with John Daly. John Daly, he's probably one of the most talented golfers to ever be born. He just mm-hmm. never honed his craft. He was more into drinking, more into smoking, and just having a good time out there. I remember like one time here in Winston-Salem, he was at the old Hooters and got just <laughs> obliviously trashed where the police had to come get him because he passed out apparently in the parking lot mm-hmm. and he went to county jail that night. I was literally drinking that same evening with a bunch of friends over the old Buffalo Wild Wings and I was just literally like, what, 200 yards away? Yeah, And I was it. so sad when I found out the next day he was only 200 yards away. The guy just seems like a genuinely good guy. He doesn't, doesn't harp on other people. He just wants to live his life as best he can do it. Um, Adam Sandler, again, just seems like a genuinely good guy. Could you imagine having a friend that just is like, hey, guys, I'm going to make some stupid movie skits. We're going to do like 20 movies. It's pretty much going to be the same movie with the same type of plot. I'm going to kiss a different hot chick in each one of these. Right. You guys want to be part of this and become millionaires too? I think that's kind of cool. Well, I mean, the only one that's really riding it to money, like money that they didn't already have, is Nick Swartzen. Like, David Spade already had his I, nut. I don't know if they had that when he really, like, they were all starting to come into their own from probably Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. I believe, is where they got their skits from. How far back are you talking about? Well, I'm, Sandler I'm, started with Farley. Sh- yeah, Sandler probably, and like, Farley were best early friends. 90s. He was in, like, he was in mixed, uh, mixed Nuts. Uh, I mean, like, he's had small bars since when he was a young man on SNL. So I mean, Nick Swartzen used to write some jokes for Sandler. Yeah, I can believe that. And they became almost Absolutely. as close as Farley. What's the movie, Funny People with... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like the Joe, uh, Jeff, what the fuck is his name? Fat Jew looking. Jeff Ross? No. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Anti-Semitic much? No, no, no. Just, Fat Jew. He's okay. way, he's no, way past one of my favorite like, lines from, Adam Sandler, though. One of my favorite lines from Seth MacFarlane uh, was when he was introducing Jeff Ross. He goes, and the one, the guy who puts Fat Jew in the phrase Fat Fucking Jew, Jeff Ross, ladies and gentlemen, so no, I don't. I don't say it anti-Semitic. I think New York Jew is actually one of my favorite. Like you don't have to explain yourself. Things. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. Anyway, um, but I mean, what what era of movie? Because like when he did Happy Madison or Happy Gilmore, most of that stuff Madison. came out like the mid '90s to like early 2000s. Yeah, the, st- the stuff I'm talking about him. I thought you meant the stuff he's doing now. Like no, no, his no. I'm talking so, he's keeping all in his film. No, no, no. I'm like, talking like in the beginning, like when they all kind of started with Saturday Night Live, whatever. And so like Billy Madison came out. Um, Happy Gilmore was probably a little mm-hmm. bit after that. There, yeah, but those um, are like Waterboy and stuff like that. I mean, but those movies, like he had all his regular cast and all these movies, whatever, and they just had a great time together. It was like it was just like you and your buddies just going out there making a movie, saying, you know what, we're gonna get paid for this. Doesn't matter what we really do, and just fucking regurgitate the same fucking movie over and over again. Because I honestly, I don't. 
me now that you bring that up because yeah, I, I miss the old guys, the ones from Grandma Grandma's Boy. Yeah, uh, like that whole cast. Even much. Grandma's Boy, I think, is even a little bit. Like it's 10 later, years but past it's the same. That. But it's got the same guys. It's got the gay lawyer from Big Daddy. It's got Adams or uh, Andy Samberg. Is that his name? The Dick in the Box guy. Yeah. He's not Lonely in, Island he, Boys. He's not in... The original Island Boys. Yes. <laughs> he's not. No, it's Lonely Island. Uh, he's not so in um, Grandma's Boy. Turtlenecks and he's, chains. I'm fairly sure he's in that movie. Mm. No, I just mm. watched it again. He's not. Well, good for you for watching I mean, that. I'll give you a little fist. My girlfriend, well, wa- Waifu, she had never seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. But I, mean, I know. I but if you think that. about those movies too, I don't know if they're actually PC anymore or whatever. Like we watched Happy Gilmore the other night. Uh, no, sorry, Billy Madison the other night. And there's some kind of like they're sexualizing. There's women. some yeah, there's some words in there, and you're just like, oh gosh, you know, because nowadays it's like you know everything is like, oh my gosh, they said this, they said that, they looked at a little kid the wrong way, whatever. But there's funny stuff like, stop looking at me, Swan. Sure, you know, yes. like there are no, there sure. are some parts, better. <laughs> there are some parts that are just inherently funny, and you're never gonna get rid of that, and that's why the movie will stay loved. Yeah, and it is, and it's and, and back in those days, there, um, you know, it, it it felt like you could watch that with. You know, maybe a, a teenage kid or whatever. My dad watched movies. Yeah, like sure, kid. exactly. I mean, it just felt like you could watch that, be safe watching that, and not freaking like lose your shit because of some garbage, or whatever. Well, back to the, the comedy piece, it's like the evolution, <laughs> excuse me for saying it, the evolution of the word faggot. You mean the cigarettes? No, or the bundle I of sticks? No. So when I was like in middle school, that was a huge thing. If, oh, some, if somebody, yes. you didn't call a gay person that, you didn't call a trans person that, you didn't call a they, them that, you called a person that was being a faggot that. They, them yeah. didn't exist. To be a bundle of sticks. <laughs> right. If you were being a, an asshole, a disruptive, bullying, whatever it may be, you were going to be called a faggot. South Park sure. highlights that. They're like, fags, and they're talking about Harley bike riders that kept mm. reveling their engines too high. And really pissing off everyone in the whole town. I'm like, you can't say that. And they're like, no, not those fags. Those fags. <laughs> and I love that because they were like, they were like, no, 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 we would never call them fags. But these fags over here, like, there's a difference. Yeah, but there well, is. They're, but I understand. Insert. Some people were definitely hurt. You beat up gay slander, gay um, like hate crimes kind of thing. Definitely, there were things that were associated, and that word didn't get shied away. Like no one shied away from using it in those senses. So to me, even though we were using it differently, I didn't like when people got offended. But I think it's a little bit more mature of everyone to not use it as much. But again, if you use it, why the fuck are you so pissed off? Like who, if I do say it, who was the homosexual man in like I want to say it was Iowa that they found him dead on a fence post just because he was gay? Shepherd, yeah, that was Shepherd. actually that wasn't Iowa. That was like South Dakota or so, North Dakota. My daughter actually, so she went to Reynolds High School, and they actually did a big. Like play on that, and it was actually that was pretty well out. done, yeah. But I, I believe it was one of the Dakotas, Matthew Shepard or something. Yeah, like that, Matthew right? Shepard. Yeah, and it was yeah. one of the Dakotas. Yeah, so um, I have an off-color joke that I might edit out at some point. So give me sure. a pause afterwards. What does a homosexual male and a tumbleweed have in common? I don't know. Both end up on a fence post in South Dakota. Wah, wah, wah. It's comedy. <laughs> it's fucking I, comedy. I'm gonna be honest. That joke does not make me laugh. I don't see the humor in what it's based out of. There are plenty of offensive jokes, I do, but that one I specifically don't really... Would it have been better if I had shoved the tumbleweed up your ass? Mm. I mean, there's probably a way you can make a joke. Just like, like you other might gay have guys be... have been? The same place other... <laughs> it's I mean... actually, no, but, but in, in all honesty, though, like, if you read the story on there, it actually 
kind of going where you are. Like it was kind of a pretty. Well, I shouldn't say kind of a tragic thing. It was a very tragic thing. It was, was fucked like when, up. They yeah, dr- they when drug him first for started, miles. Yeah, and like and the way they got away with it, pretty much whatever. It's just it's insane. I mean, now that joke might have been funnier back when it happened because it would have been too soon, kind of thing. Sure, like it would have had that flavor to it. Mm. But I mean, that's, we still that's had a bunch of homophobes out there. And stuff I mean, like just that, that, for so. some reason that didn't. I, I mean, maybe just didn't. Maybe if you were Anthony Jeselnik and like, it was a Norm Macdonald joke told in a live stand-up that I watched. It was never on TV or anything else. And maybe maybe it would have been better if I did it in my shitty Norm Macdonald impression. <laughs> hey, where's Billy? <laughs> but again, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying never tell a joke or whatever. I'm just, like, that one to me, like, I'd be sitting there like, uh-huh, next joke. Hey, you no, know. I'm telling, I'm telling you never to tell a joke because you're the least funny person. Mm-hmm. Least least funny person that I know. So yeah. so that we can turn this that, back that, that around. Tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let's, turn the microphones off and we're gonna fight now. Okay. <laughs> let's turn this back. Let's turn this back around to the question itself. So I'm gonna finish off on Adam Sandler real quick. Not finish can off. Can you come on, on as a host? Because you keep this on track better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Adam Sandler to this day, though, like how many times you see him now? Like he just pulls off on the side of the street. He's got this fucking big old mm-hmm. baggy uh, shorts on, the, the T-shirt that's four times too big for him, and he just goes out and plays ball like he's a normal person, and I love that about him. I love the fact that he knows he's got a ton of money, he's famous, whatever, but mm-hmm. he doesn't mind. Like, he just wants to be a normal guy, and he does the things to be normal. Um, and then I'm going to finish off on the last one. This guy, Jerry Garcia, if you've never seen an interview, I've never got to meet the guy, obviously, but if you ever get to see an interview from Jerry Garcia, he seems like the most, I know he did a ton of drugs and whatever, but he's probably the most likable person on the planet. Like, he just, he just smiles. It's all he does. He just smiles and enjoys life. Not anymore, but he, he did for the longest time he could. Enjoyed he, he's life. the oldest looking, I think he was 54 when he passed yeah. away. And he's the oldest, like, 50-year-old that you've ever seen in your life. But you know what? He did life exactly the way he wanted to do life. Whether it's, you know, you can say it's wrong. I mean, he did a bunch of drugs and, and, and whatnot. You can that's say that's wrong. wrong. But, you know, for him, it was it's what he wanted to do. And it's what he did. He tried to give it up towards the end, whatever. And, you know, unfortunately, it just yeah, can't quit it caught up to him. He couldn't quit. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah. he, he lived life the way he wanted to. And he lived it to the fullest as, as long as he could. Even then, I saw a TikTok Super the respectful guy. Guy runs, guys rolls down his window, shouts at the car next to him. If you could do anything more, if you, what do you wish you had done more of as a kid? Drugs. And he says drugs. <laughs> and honestly, think about it. I didn't, I mean, maybe I could have gone down the wrong path and I'd be a fucking heroin addict right now or something. But like, man, that was the time to get away with it. Shit. Like, not not my, like, not when I'm 23, 25, like, driving, fully culpable, like, responsible for my own bills. Like, you're 17 at home and mom and dad are paying the bills. Fuck yeah, that's the time to figure out what getting high is like. I mean, and then to not do it so much later. Like, Yeah, grow out of it, I guess. You yeah. Say. Yeah, for sure. So you know, to, yeah. Ra- to wrap it up without much explanation, Bishop, who are your three? Oh, on the spot here. Uh, I always thought Dave King would be pretty cool. He's a lead singer of Flogging Molly. Um, I always thought that would be just kind of a neat one, but I, I don't know. Uh, after the cancer stint... Uh, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 might take that musical chair, if you will. Um, T.S. Eliot would definitely be my literary one. and I've already, So that is three. So, I mean, I'll leave that to answer the question. Uh, but definitely T.S. Eliot and definitely uh, Mark Hoppus. Those are, the, those are my two firm.
Mark Hoppus, that's a cool one. Though. So, if you're going to put me on the spot like that, what are your three? Uh, Steve Irwin. Irwin. Just Ooh. so you can meet his daughter. Weirdo. Then or now? Don't don't Ooh, talk. True. You do not talk. <laughs> you do not talk about Bendy that way. <laughs> Bendy. <laughs> Like to see how bendy bendy is. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Steve Irwin, uh, fascinating individual. No worries, Mike. It's merely a baby. <laughs> JFK. Those uh, things came out today. Some more uh, U.S. documentation on mm-hmm. the JFK assassination. It did. I have not read up on I have the CD underbelly yet. of the I internet. I just saw it came up. Uh, and then Andre the Giant. Mm. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> our, our our friend, uh, mutual friend, Alexi's seven foot eight brother, right, lo- looks exactly like Andre the Giant. And That's my nice. thing, every time I see a picture of him, I can think is from the Princess Bride. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> How is it that he is the smallest of his family? Yeah, P- penis and he's is like included. what, like ten he... foot ten? Penis is included, no, 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 no. right? <laughs> Laying down? Oh, of Andre. Yes. I thought you meant uh, our your friend. Our friend. Yeah, his no. brothers are like twice his size. Yeah, he's his like, mom's he's twice like his size. He's like my height. My height. I can never figure out if I'm taller than him or if he's taller than me because depending on what shoes, I think it changes. Sure, I'll go with that. Um, so we probably are like dead even the same. But his brother, I was like, God, you are so small. You've like, actually met him, right? Yeah, and really? he is a tower of a human. I just met him like last week. He was a pet. No, I've seen some family pictures of them. I'm like, my God, you're the runt. Yeah, I mean, he he is just about everything I would expect Andre the Giant to really be in person. Except um, Andre the Giant is literally three foot taller than him. Did you guys <laughs> match? Did you guys match hands well, to see what your penis would look like? Literally nine in his feet hand? tall. No, he was what seven five or something or seven four. Seven eight. What did he die of? He was seven eight, so he was almost I eight mean, foot tall. Gigantism. His is that what yeah, his, Seriously, his, I have no his, idea. What he him. had pituitary gigantism, and his organs never quit growing, and his body never quit growing. And he's, really, and he was a famous, what? famous alcoholic. So like, as he was, yeah, I remember like yeah, there's a story like he drank like forty something <laughs> beers in a bar or whatever, something 54? ridiculous like fifty four. Yeah, something ridiculous like that. that. Oh, it was that. like and two bottles and, of wine and the or some beer shit. can in his hand was like he could he looked like a child's like it's like yeah. those little Bud Lights we can get now. <laughs> yeah. But didn't uh, what? Because what? When he died at the time of his death, I think his heart was the size of a softball glove. Holy cow! Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like their organs keep growing. Like that's not a uh, Marfan syndrome. I think they get kind of similar. They get they get defects. I don't know if it's the same one, but uh, so what's so my dwarfism do to me? It just it's small like your dick. Oh, does yeah. I keep getting it makes smaller? you it makes you live longer. <laughs> your heart might beat faster like a mouse or like the Grinch. <laughs> Benjamin Button's over here. You're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. I hate the new holiday ones. Oh my god, I don't like the. The Random. animation on them sucks. It's the voices. It's some of the actors. Yeah. And you mean the... like this podcast when people listen to you? Oh. I think there's going to be a Royal Rumble in here. No, really. We're going to we're gonna tear this fucking basement down. <laughs> I'm just going to go home. Cropping loads. Cry into my we're gonna, masturbation. We're going to Dutch rudder each other so hard. <laughs> With no explanation needed on to the next question. <laughs> Actually, the uh, episode I watched The League last night, they were doing the uh, chicken dicks. <laughs> Him's got feathers on his feet. <laughs> he touched it. All right, Bishop. All right, young people love cryptocurrency. Having a small background in banking and two kids yourself, what is the advice or a sound opinion that you would pass on to the rising money makers of tomorrow? Take a chance. You know what? If there's a trend out there and and you kind of feel like it might take off or might not take off, take a chance. Put a few hundred bucks on it. 
That's it. <laughs> Says the guy who admits to being a degenerate gambler. <laughs> yeah, no, but this is legalized gambling. Yeah, I know, I know. But I mean, like, you know, think about it. Like, I grew up, you know, before Google, you know, during mm-hmm. Google's time, during Microsoft's, micro, Microsoft's, Microsoft's time, <laughs> um, you know, Tesla. Like, these things are, Facebook even, like, these are things that were kind of, like, new and upcoming, whatever. And to be honest with you, I'm like, ah, these are just fads. These are just trends. They're never going to make a cryptocurrency. Like, I, it's just, to me, it's... Imagine if you had bought 13 bit. Sure, yeah, or yeah. bought into Microsoft or Google or, you know, even Facebook, I think, you know, jumped up quite a bit. Like, it's, yeah, jump on these trends, you know? You don't have to put, your, like, your whole life savings in there, but throw a couple bucks in there. See what happens. Yeah, I've looked at a whole bunch of, like, real trash crypto. Sure, uh, like, like the, stuff that's, do- the Doji, whatever it is. Uh, Dogecoin had its own inflation fund for a while. It was a roller coaster. And, and I know somebody who dumped a, you know... More than my retirement will ever be. Um, into it for a couple hours. Saw some growth. Decided to pull right back up. And you put it right back in like Ethereum and the stuff that he actually mm-hmm. does invest in. But he was able to take all that, throw it in there real quick, gain $30,000 in a morning and pull it back out. Now, is he the only rich person that plays money? Is he the only rich person that I probably know that did something along those lines? No. He'll flex like he did. However, it's one of those things that I'd like to have the ability to do, but that's, again... I want to go put like 20 bucks on these coins that are worth 0.00000014 of a dollar, you know, or a, a penny, whatever the hell they are. I think it's of a cent. Like, I like to go just 20 bucks to that, 20 bucks to that, 20 bucks to that. And if they ever pop off, they ever get a tweet from Elon Musk, if they ever do anything, I'm like Oprah rich. Yeah. Especially the scratch off ticket. Right. So, I, I mean, kind of a. Kind yeah, of a, but I don't instantly lose. It could possibly be a winning ticket in 20 years. I don't know. I'm just going to let that motherfucker sit there. So you're waiting to scratch it off. <laughs> <laughs> I just scratch them when they get uh, past their expiration date. This way here just doesn't hurt my feelings if I don't win. Like, oh, that's too late anyways. no difference. But, so, like, uh, just a kind of a quick story. I remember, like, when I was uh, early 20s, somewhere along you the way. You remember back that far? Kind of. Occasionally. It, it might actually be from a movie. I don't remember. But uh, my mom had actually, she like, for my birthday, she was like, or Christmas, I don't remember which one it was, but she was like, you know, you know, what, what do you want for your birthday or Christmas? Again, I don't remember which holiday it was, because my birthday is a holiday. Passover. Folks. Good event. Um, that's usually what happens to me. I get the Is your over. birthday Yom Kippur? <laughs> no, I'm Yom Kippur. <laughs> oh, it's Rosh Hashanah. Yes. Yeah, okay. uh, Shonda? I went to school with Shonda. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Um, so she, you know, basically gave some money to, like, invest. It wasn't a ton of money. It was, like, 500 bucks. Um, but she gave me some money. She's like, hey, you know what? You know, why don't you, you know, I'm going to give you some money. Invest or whatever. And so I went with this uh, a friend of mine. Uh, he had, like, this guy that helped him with, like, mutual funds. I didn't have any clue about any of this stuff. And so I just went with that part there. And Boston Beer Works or Sam Adams Beer, whatever, was just getting ready to go public. And I was like, you know what? I should take this money and put it on that. I think their opening IPO was something like $20, $24 a, mm-hmm. a share or something like that there. What, what is an IPO? An IPO? Yeah. It's it's like a beer, but but different. India Pale offering? Yes, that's okay. it. <laughs> um, so anyway, so like, you know, instead of spending that money, you know, which would have got me what, probably, let's just say there were 25 bucks a share, somewhere around there. You know, so what's that? Four, eight, 16, 20 shares, whatever. But now that share is worth like 200 and something dollars a share. Mm-hmm. And I could have bought more of those. And, you know, I could have, you know, got started off kind of right. But and I got scared. I didn't do it. And, and again, you... so going back to that, if it's a trendy thing, it's something you like, go ahead and just put some money in it. See what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to piss that money away on something else. That's what I'm trying to research with these uh, NFTs right now. They're, they're still kind of at the ground level, but people are making a ton sure. of money on them. And not a not the market isn't saturated yet, mm-hmm. and I, ha, I I get what you're saying with take the chance. 
I'm not to the point of taking the chance yet because I like to be somewhat educated. Sure. Before yes. I, before That's I what scares my... about the cryptocurrency. I'm not educated enough to, to take that venture down there yet. So, I don't understand it. So that's a conversation that you and I had kind of had mm-hmm. is how does cryptocurrency work? And I've told you like, I'm, I'm into it. You know, I've, I own some, I, my computer basically pays for its own power bill because it mines cryptocurrency every day. My computer is estimated at 32 cents a day power consumption However, it makes about a dollar and twelve cents a day mining Bitcoin. So I found a really great article on a website that I love. If you ever wanna ever wanna understand anything, wanna know about anything, kind of a explain it to me like I'm five type thing, masterclass.com. Go there, it is great. Uh, so I'm gonna read just a, a, a short little piece of the cryptocurrency kind of how to for some of you out there who might be Fuzzy in the dark, maybe have a little bit of knowledge. Yeah. So to understand how cryptocurrency is unique, you need to understand two basic components, blockchain and cryptography. Blockchain confuses the fuck out of me, even when I try to look it up. I'm going to get into that. I don't know. Blockchain technology. Blockchain is a database that keeps a record of cryptocurrency totals and transactions. It stores data in blocks that are linked or chained together in chronological order. Unlike traditional currency, there is no central authority overseeing blockchain. It is a distributed ledger that can be viewed by all cryptocurrency users. Processes known as proof-of-work or proof-of-stake are often built into the system to create new blocks or validate transactions. Cryptography is a means of making the blockchain secure. Cryptographic codes, also known as hashes, link the blocks together, making them impenetrable to hackers. These hashes are a lot like a secure password. It's easy for a user to create one, but nearly impossible for a stranger to guess it. Mm. You remember that movie, The Matrix? So do this I need is to... the only thing that cryptocurrency, like every time I hear it, it makes me think of The Matrix. It looks like the waterfall on the yeah, screen, yeah, basically. I'm, I'm there with you. Uh, but <clears throat> there's so much more to this article with links that are clickable. Can I ask you, I don't mean to cut you off there no, real go quick, ahead. but so I, I saw something, I don't remember where I saw this, but it was, it was somebody, maybe it was like on Fox or CNN. It might've even been a TikTok or real. I don't remember what it was, but this guy was saying like the person that came up with cryptocurrency has never been revealed yet. And they kind of think they know who this person is. And when this person like is uh, brought forward, shall we say, oh, yes. of yes. who actually started this cryptocurrency, they're expecting, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but they're saying it will be wiped out. Like, it will be gone once this person is, is revealed that, I, that started this I have stuff. seen that, too. It's the kind of motivational speaker, conspiracy theorist, yeah. older guy who's like, you know, get up off your ass. Yeah, he's a and, real older guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know the, exactly the video you're talking about. They say, and I've seen that video and it said, I just that don't the, I saw it, it said that the creator of Bitcoin, when yeah. he's real, that was revealed like three days ago. It was, really? it was some uh, Chinese, Japanese, Korean. It was a already. But China's already put like cryptocurrency. Like I think China's already said we ain't we ain't dealing with this cryptocurrency. Right. Bullshit. But it was a, it was a, an Asian last name. I'd never heard of the guy before. I didn't get too far into the article, and I was like, 
It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's like the creator of Nintendo. Okay, is that a conspiracy? Cool. Whatever, yeah. We've been mining cryptocurrency with every Nintendo, every sold since the SNES. I still don't understand that whole mining deal. Just like, mm, that's a whole nother. I could get into that's gonna that. That's going to be a whole nother. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let, we should make a whole nother skit on that there. Well, and, skip, I, and I, have like a, I have a friend who skeet, skeet. is, who runs a financial podcast, and I'll, I'll leave him nameless for right now, only because he is. It's um, there's a term because his business vets it, pays for it, and it represents his. Basically, business. has a non compete. No, it's not. It's not that. It's like we curse and things like that. That's why he can't come on our show as his identity on his podcast because he's incorporated. That's what it was. He's incorporated with an actual business, and they would never allow their name to be you know. So, but again, I do really want to get his because he just became a CPA. He's already got a lot of like every other license you need. He's full fledged, up and running. Can do anything money related for you, uh, and he does money planning and stuff. So I really do want to have him as a guest sometime. Yeah, I'd love it too. Do it. Do what's our dare. What's our next question? Anybody need one? Sure. Just Just as a preparation, I'm that good. way I can <laughs> edit out this whole part with clips and shit. Clicks and shit, they click. Click and shit. Ah, we do like this nice. Thing. We're doing a bunch of adding some. some uh, IPA or regular? I'm good. I'll just stick with the Mountain Dew for now. You would you like a sure? juicy fresh? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm good. Why don't you go ahead and pop the cap on that one just in case? I really don't want another one of these. They're do you not, want they're not bad. Don't well, pop, a, pop a cap on the But they got such a pretty can. It's like tie-dyed and shit. <laughs> if you don't drink it, I will. At least it'll be open, and I don't have to edit out the pops. Okay. And this is how COVID started, friends. <laughs> so I was sucking his dick one day. <laughs> Lo and behold, this fucking guy. I got mono. It was that one time that I didn't spray Windex down my throat to get the taste out. That that actually might make it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. It'll be on the outtakes. Yeah. Question number... Oh, gosh. Question number 15. And I, I had to ask this question. It, <laughs> didn't, it didn't make the original questions, and I was proof, proofreading. I'm like, you sent me something, and I was like, why the hell didn't I ask this? Because maybe you can explain some of the memes we send back and forth in the conversation we've had, but can you explain your hate of cyclists? God, you look like you're getting stupid. I am like, like you're getting, getting red right now. You're getting red. There in the is face. nothing more annoying on this planet than me after having a day at work and just wanting to get home and fucking having to get stuck behind five thousand million cars, some jackass in some fucking tight suit with his fucking aerodynamic bicycle at freaking five thirty in the afternoon on a busy fucking road wants to fucking drive down that goddamn road. Why? Like for what reason? So, <laughs> um, let's, let's let's take a step back here for a second, though. First of all. I'm not saying that like riding a bicycle is not exercise, it's not a sport. I'm not saying you're not an athlete, whatever. But why, when you go to the gym, it's like resistance weights. It's like running on a treadmill. It's like working yourself. But these fucking bicycle guys are like, I need to get like this bicycle that's worth more than a car that weighs like a half an ounce, whatever, has these aerodynamic tires so I can wear this aerodynamic suit. So it's like I'm just cutting right through the wind. 
If you want to do fucking exercise, how about put some fucking weights on, wear your fucking, I don't know, some jeans, whatever, and a freaking windbreaker, whatever, that catches the wind, and get your ass a heavy-ass bike, whatever, and actually do some damn exercise on that fucking thing. Don't fuck, don't hold up traffic like that. It's just, it's inconsiderate. Like, it's just inconsiderate. Take your, take your bike to the freaking Tanglewood. Take it to some mm-hmm. neighborhood, whatever, that doesn't have much traffic, whatever. Why do you feel like you need to ride on, like, Stratford Road? Why do you need to ride on Hampton Road? At 5.30 in the afternoon. Why? Like, for what reason? So there's some weird psychology that goes into this. What, douchebag psychology? <laughs> Technically, yes. Uh, and the the odd thing is, and maybe, uh, Bishop, you can shed a little bit of light on to this certain subject, is because you and I have both both worked in the restaurant service industry. Yep. There, there are two, peop- two types of people that go to a restaurant. Those who go there to see, and those who go there to be seen. I go to eat. That type of personality is the same type, that type to be seen, are the ones who are the cyclists. They want you to know that they have enough money to afford this Trek half-an-ounce bicycle, and they also want to inconvenience you at the same time with the virtue signaling part of it that I'm doing, I'm out here for exercise and there's a lane for me and I'm in it. Sure. Well, there's no lane. Technically, in that, in, that foot? Exactly. Where, but if they're riding by with three of their best you're, friends, you're, now they're riding in a herd side by well, side. And your handlebars are longer than that foot mm-hmm. lane, right? As, as far as one person goes. But then you have these assholes that get together downtown. On a fucking Saturday morning, yeah. when you want to go have mimosas or a Bloody Mary, like I do, because I don't drink fucking mimosas, and they want to have a marathon, and they shut down the good parts of downtown to do this. So that if you can get to the good parts of downtown, you have a front row viewing opportunity. Yeah, you and think it, and, 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 that happens like what, twice the, a year? The, the thing that I don't get is okay, one cyclist is not horrible. In most cases, sure, you get two together, and they have this mindset of, you know what? Now that we're together, we have this lane, but let's go over here and be assholes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But even then, one of the roads you talked about, for a very short portion, has a bike lane. But Which the rest one? of it, I think Hampton. So where I get really irate is between that Carlton's and Frybridge Road. So, so yeah, about Frybridge, I'm saying that there's no room for a fucking there's, bike. There's on that not shit. even room for the cars Hardly. to be on the road. And so, like, literally, when I come home that way, oh, you'll get your moment. Literally, when I come home that way, there, there's probably like, seriously, probably anywhere between 35 and 50 cars that are backed up because of them fucking bicyclists in the front of us. You know what? If you want to ride your bike, go after rush hour. Go at like 6:30, 7 o'clock at night. Ugh. Don't go when you get off work. Go when we get off work. So since our viewers don't know what Carlton and Hampton roads are, can you describe the situation of the road, like what, what it actually looks like? So it's, a, it's, it's one lane on each side. Um, they cut through some businesses, whatever. I think there's Triumph and there's like BSC and there's like a, a row of warehouses down there. There's some old warehouses, but at the same time, it's, and the VFW. it's a big thoroughfare. But these are basically country roads. Yeah, and it pretty much intersects, though, like the neighborhoods of Davidson County and Clemens going into Clemens and out of Clemens. Yeah, but for anyone who's listening that's not familiar with Clemens as a town name. Just it's outside a of Winston-Salem. suburb area. of a middle-sized city. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but there's a lot. It's a lot of residential. So our commuting is huge yeah. from those areas into the cities. You know, but but going back places. to, like, what you were saying, Matt, about, like, wanting to be seen, I, 
I wish they knew how close I was to losing my shit some days <laughs> on my way home from work. Like, I have some bad days at work, and on my way home, I just want to get home. Like, it's my safe spot. I can get there. I can crack open a beer. I can have some silence. I can just be whatever. I have bad days at work. And when I see that cyclist, when I'm wondering, like, why do we have so much traffic? And finally, after I, you know, get up there, whatever, and I see these three dipshits in their freaking, you know, super tight suits, and they all look about 200 pounds plus, and they should probably be about 150 pounds, driving their $15,000 or $20,000 bike, I really just want to smash my car into it and just be like, I, I didn't see him. Yeah. But he's in neon like, yellow, sir. Like yeah, I, I was reaching down, I dropped, I dropped my phone. Yeah, and didn't see him. My it's, bad. It's manslaughter, not murder. And, and you know what? He's outside of that white line where he's supposed to be in. So I don't, I don't really know you what can, to tell you. You can tell by the skid marks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they drive me nuts. I mean, and I don't hate cyclists per se, but I mean, there's plenty of like there is a greenway all the way around Winston Salem where you can ride your bicycle. But if you live out that way, you have to go drive there and then ride your bike. But it's, it's, that's not convenient it's part for of you. Tanglewood has got a big place you can ride your bicycle and here's and again going back to this thing if you were doing this for exercise whatever then make it some exercise don't wear your aerodynamic suit with your half an ounce bicycle get a heavy bike wear some fucking like cargo shorts (laughs) cargo shorts (laughs) no one's gonna yell at you um you know or even some sweatpants or whatever and a regular t-shirt is part of the greenway gravel i don't care because their bikes can't go on gravel you have to have a special mountain bike. It's ninety nine dollars. I'm sure these Walmart. dipshits would go ahead and get the extra tires to change their tires or street tires to a fucking. They probably turn the bike climbing. crossways in the road. Yeah, and block traffic. So we so about a year ago. Get sideways for safety, but yeah. they do make a hybrid tire. About a year ago, we went to Pilot Mountain. You know, we were like, "Hey, it's a beautiful day. Let's just go to Pilot Mountain." Well, Lord and behold, halfway up that fucking trip Lord there, there was like four guys riding their bicycle. You know, more power to them for being able to ride your bicycle atop of Pilot Mountain. I'm not that guy. That's a motherfucker. That, that, yeah, that's a motherfucker. But you know what? Mm, me taking usually, what, five minutes to get to the top there? Now it took 30 minutes to get to the top of this fucking mountain so I could go see God's glory. <laughs> I hate a slow car. And for, you already have to drive slow enough going to the top of a mountain if anyone's ever done that. And this one's especially tight and got some good winds going up because it is solely to get to the summit. Um, but Fuck. Like, but fuck. I hate when you get somebody who just drives slower than you want to drive because you cannot, especially in the left lane, you can hardly see around them, let alone drive, especially like, if it's two lane road and they're on the left lane, whatever. You're I've, just, I've ridden with you when you hate somebody that's driving slower <laughs> and you don't care about their life nor yours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Bad cyclist. Coming in with number 16 is Kevin Bishop. All right, bourbon is my favorite. What makes your pants drop the fastest? Uh, Your mom. But um, other than that, like if we're going with liquor, I do not drink a whole lot of liquor. Um, Mm -hmm. I find liquor goes literally from zero to 60 like... Beer could be the answer. Like that. Um, Yeah, I love beer. I love beer. I love wine. Um, If I was to drink liquor, though... And I want to get like out of control. I'd go probably old school, some Jägermeister. Um, mm. And vodka always kind of gets me uh, to a point where I don't really enjoy what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> I love beer and I love wine. I feel like I can drink beer with the best of them. 
Um, I've literally drank. So we used to take this. I think I, I said on an earlier question. You know, me and some buddies used to take a trip to Myrtle Beach every year. And uh, one time, me and one of my good buddies. That's where you met Polly Shore. Yes, yeah. uh, me and one of my good buddies decided to see how many beers we could drink, <clears throat> like a little little competition. From the time we left Winston-Salem to the time we got to Myrtle Beach. Nice. We both drank a case of beer. Nice. Let me tell you how many stops that is on the way there when you drink a case of beer in <laughs> about a four-hour period. Yes. And so <laughs> four-hour drive ends up being a six-hour drive, and you end up getting there, and you're trash for the whole week now. But we did drink a case of beer apiece uh, on the way to Myrtle Beach once in a four-hour span. May I ask what kind or brand of beer? Oh, yeah. So uh, Bud Light um, okay. is the uh, the drink of choice uh, when drinking for an extended period of time. Especially for quantity, too. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I love playing golf and drinking Bud Lights. I like... Uh, it's golf juice. Yeah. Yeah. Golf trips with, with the Bud Lights. You know, you, you get the flavor of beer, you get that buzz, but you can drink a whole lot of them. For me, mm-hmm. it's Bush Latte. Bush Latte. It used to be Coors, but now it's Bush Latte. How about the High Life? I don't, I don't do the champagne of beers. So the High Life, we used to go to this place up in uh, Martinsville, Virginia. This used to be an OTB, an off-track betting place. Oh, I love OTB. Yeah, it used yeah. to be right next uh, to the racetrack Madison? there. I love Madison. it, yes. 15 oh, minutes away, gosh, yes. Yeah. So we used to travel up there all the time and, um, you know, bet the horses, whatever. And we drank the champagnes of beer there because for the simple reason, you could drink until they were gone. Like, you could drink all of them and, like, pretty much path the Pass a breathalyzer and get back home. Approximately what years did you go to the OTB? Oh, that's going to be probably t- 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 10 years ago, roughly. Yeah. Did so. you ever meet a guy up there named, well, a guy and his wife, Gary and Vicki Weaver? Are they from New England area? New York? No. She had glasses? And... No, no. Okay. They, they, they were the, like, the Madison end of Stokes no, County. There was, there was a couple there from like the New England area. I want to say New York, whatever. And they were they were kind of fun, but they were super rude. Gary always <laughs> wore the either a t-shirt or polo tucked into the either the cargo shorts or the uh, no, the dad shorts with them. the New Balances. I love it though. Just curious. Just no, curious. I wish. I'll probably cut this segment out because <laughs> I mentioned their names, but you want to hear kind of a quick? I, I love stories. I know I say this all the time. I just love stories. I've done a lot in my life and get to see a lot of cool things. So, uh, did I tell you guys a story about the golf trip to the Preakness? I believe it was. No, it wasn't the Preakness. It was the uh, Kentucky Derby. It was, it was the Kentucky Derby. So, me and like eight friends, we decided, hey, you know what? Let's go up there to the OTB in Martinsville, whatever. We'll bet the horse, whatever. But before we get there, let's go play some golf. And there used to be a course called Dawn Acres, which mm-hmm. was on that same stretch of road. Um, just as you get out there. So we went and we played uh, golf that morning. But on our way to the golf course that morning, I'm driving the first car, and then there's four guys behind me, whatever. And this giant black bird comes down, and I freaking nail this bird with my car. I mean, feathers wow. everywhere. Didn't think anything of it, right? So we go, we play our golf. Next thing you know, the golf's over, whatever. Like, all right, let's get up there to the OTB. Let's, you know, get ready for the derby, yet or whatever. So we get up there, and, uh, you know, we decided, like, hey, you know what? Let's pull our money together. Everybody put 100 bucks in. We're going to buy all these, like, superfecta, tic- superfecta tickets. And what that is is picking mm-hmm. the top four horses. Yeah. It big, gets a big, giant payout. So what, we make all these horses out What's there. the one that's on two? Uh, let's see. Trifecta is the three. It's exacta. Exacta oh, is two. And um, so we get up there, whatever, and so we're throwing all this money out there. So we got 800 bucks, and we're just throwing all these, like, super effective bets out there. Um, there can be anywhere from a $4 bet, I believe, to a $24 bet, depending on how you want to play these horses. And um, one of the horses was a 99-to-1 favorite. All of us left this horse out there. And, if, and those of you that don't gamble, 99-to-1 is pretty bad odds. So we're like, you know what? This horse is a dog. Let's leave him off there. That's like this one has three legs. Correct. Yeah. You know what that horse's name was? 
Tell me it was Seabiscuit. Mind that bird. <laughs> and uh, y'all didn't? 99 omen. to 1. And the, look it up. The omen. Look it up. That horse won that race that day. The Superfector paid a half a million dollars. On, on like a $4 bet? On a $2 bet, yeah. Or a $4 Jesus. bet, whatever. If you took like the 99 to 1, that mind that bird, if you took him and then... Uh, what is, I forgot exactly how it goes, but you place him, and then the other three horses that come behind him, you can basically come in any single order, whatever. So as long as he was the as long the as he was horse. the winner, yes. And then you pick the other three horses, no matter what, what order they come in. I forgot what exactly what that bet. I wonder called. what it would have been just a win place or show like that bet. I think he won like a hundred bucks because ninety nine to one. If you put a dollar out, so if you put a two dollar oh, bet, like those, two are, those odds are right there. Okay. But once you get into the uh, exotica bets, the, yeah, the exactas, the, the trifectas, and the superfectas, um, those will change the the nomination. I need there. to gamble with you, but half a million dollars. No, you don't. Between the <laughs> no, it's a, I like to play craps because the odds are fair to you and the yeah. dealer. I don't mind. But at the craps. same time, I love it. But at the same time, it's one of those things that. I feel like I still want the seasoned person who can kind of remind me of the rules while I'm doing it. The last it. time I went to Vegas, me and one of my buddies, we lost combined over $6,000 in like four days. No, see, I'm too scared <laughs> to lose my money to bet right. To bet I'm not a good gambler. I'm a, I'm a degenerate, like I said. But, I mean, that, that that's like my biggest, like, gambling almost happened. And I know it's eight people dividing, you know, 500,000 divide. But, I mean, still, we would have walked away with some serious. Ca- At that time, it would have been, like, life-changing money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you might have. And he's dead. No, you might have felt you could have actually invested it or something. Something. But, uh, yeah, no, it's like my biggest, like, gambling, <laughs> ah, foo Put, type put some crypto in on that. Yeah, crypto. Yeah, I could have bought it all. Yeah, you could have blockchained it. I don't even know what that means. You could have, Still you, don't know. You could, have, you could have mined it on the blockchain. He could have mined that bird, but he didn't. I didn't. But anyways, going on to number 17. Yeah. What do you want your children to remember about you? Hmm. I think, honestly, that I that I cared, that I took time out to spend with them. To, you know, I, I was always honest with my kids. Like I, they know all my crazy stories for the most part, and they know my regrets in life, and they know what I wish I was better at. Like you know, I have conversations with my kids of like, hey, you know what? This is something I didn't do well at in life you know mm. whether it was um you know it could be like little things like singing in church like I, I just don't like to sing i love music and you know i will sing a little bit in the car or whatever and if i'm drunk enough i'll sing a little bit at the show but sometimes you know i know you, you know the religious type thing it's it's different for everybody i'm not that guy that's going to beat it down through your throat whatever of you need to follow jesus and stuff like that to me he has been a lifesaver to me um you know it, it, i still struggle with religion every day but you know it is something that I, I that I need in my life to, to hold on to. And you can call me a weak person if you want to. I believe I'm strong enough to be able to not listen to your banter um, about what you think of religion. Not talking about you guys. I'm talking about people in general. Okay. Um, Do you know what Jesus' first name is? What? Andy. <laughs> Andy walks with me. Andy talks oh. with me. Andy sings with me. So nice. But, um, you know, for me, like, but I have those talks with my kids, like, you know, like, like my son doesn't sing at church and I'm like, why don't you sing at church? Whatever. And he might, you know, be, he just doesn't feel comfortable enough with it. And I'm and so I get to have that conversation (laughs) of like, 
you know what? Does it really matter what people that you don't know think about you? So we get to bring things like that down to like real life conversations of like, hey, I mean, to me, it doesn't matter. Like I, I walk into places all the time and I don't really give a shit what you think about me. Yes. Or, you don't know me, whatever. So Haters on my dick. Guys. Right. So I can do whatever I want to. And, and I shouldn't ever feel like you can judge me for anything that I do. No, but I listen to like my grandparents weren't always the worst. At least I don't remember them. They always weren't the always band. the worst. I sing in church. I sing in church. The worst. <laughs> they weren't always too. the worst, but I don't really they care the, for them. They now. were the worst grandparents. They <laughs> no. were always the worst. Though. <laughs> they sucked as grandparents, but they weren't always like, the worst. Yeah, you know, fuck them if they can't. You know, whatever. <laughs> no, uh, but I remember I was almost in tears laughing. My aunt at one point lived in Wilmington. We went down to uh, see, and of course, I'm on uh, a vacation with my grandparents. So of course, even on vacation, we go to fucking church, which. I don't mind faith, but I really hate like having to wake my ass up if it's not convenient. Sure. To when I choose to go, if I choose to go. Do you mean Jesus don't cure hangovers? Because I've prayed many oh, a times. No, I was way I'm sure Jesus was inconvenienced when he got you know put up on the cross and killed. I've, but I don't know. I've woke up with the shoe buddies so many times. Well, we weren't going to judge each other. Shit. <laughs> yeah, just messing with you. you. You know what? You know what Jesus said when they took the spikes out of his out of his hands. Mm. The feet. The feet. The feet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um again, we talk about singing in church though. I remember like I could you know, I'm I'm not perfect pitch, I'm not Adele, but I can carry a little That's bit of a, you're a guy. No, you couldn't carry a tune in a fucking bucket. Anywho, um <laughs> my aunt literally we are joking because like they are so fucking tone deaf and just off key and everything else. And we're joking because there's a kid in a with a damn um, hearing aid beside them, and we're just making jokes like he's turning it off. In church. Really? You're making jokes about the kid with the hearing no, aid in no. church? No, no. We're making jokes about our grandparents singing that bad that the oh. kid with the hearing aid's going to turn them okay, off. Okay, okay. I just, yeah, yeah. just had to clarify. <laughs> no, and like, it's just one of those things. So, again, you're not self-conscious till somebody says something. I used to, like, kind of hold my tongue a certain type of way when I was, like, really focused on something as a little kid. My grandfather used to do it too, and he got you know uh, criticized for it. People kind of made fun of him. Then I never did anything about it. My mom thought it was kind of a cute thing, or whatever. Then he goes, "I, you're not figuring it out because you're holding your tongue wrong." And immediately, I never did that again. I had the same problem in school when I was like doing a, a really intense math problem. I would hold my tongue. The problem was I was using my hand that I held <laughs> the pencil with to hold my tongue. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, going back to like, you know, the children remembering about me, I just, I, I hope that they, I just hope they, they understand the sacrifice that me and my wife have made so that my kids could have, I mean, everything that they could possibly want. Like, you know, we've given them every head start and I hope they take advantage of that. And, you know, I, I don't want to say I sacrifice because I love spending time with my kids, but I hope they understand that, you know, how much time I wanted to spend with them and, and that I was able to, to you know, put other things in my life, you know, to the side to be able to spend time with them. I mean, really, that's that's it. I mean, I, just, I love spending time with them, and I've given a lot of sacrifices, and I hope they understand that when they get older, like, that they can sit back and say to their friends or their their spouses or their kids and whatever and be like, you know what, granddad or my dad or whatever, you know, he used to spend a ton of time with us, and, you know, I see other parents not doing that, and he's like, you know, and, and both my kids, you know, my daughter and my son just being like, you know what, that always took the time to hang out with us, to answer our questions, to talk to us like normal human beings, like not like little kids, but like to talk to them about real life things and and how life works, you mm -hmm. know. And and, and and that's it. If I if, if anything after that, you know, it's just icing on the cake. But I just I hope they do know how much that I love them, that I 
put in, you know, invested into their lives? Yeah. While writing this question, I was thinking about, you know, kind of famous last words for certain people, people that may not have necessarily had kids. And there are a lot of famous people in history because I looked at probably 500 quotes of people's last words. A lot of really famous, knowledgeable people had really trite, not good last words, not something that you would think that would leave a memory. But the the point I'm making with that is you don't always know what your last words are going to be. Sure. Because you don't know what mindset that you're going to be in. Sure. On that deathbed, whatever that may be. But a quote that I've I've had as, you know, kind of held really closely to me for years, I want to say 20 plus years, maybe since I was like 10 or 11 years old, was uh, from Sir, Sir Isaac Newton. And I didn't know until I was researching this question to figure out, you know, what the possibilities of answers were, that this quote was his famous last words. And it was when Sir Isaac Newton died, he was humble. He said, I don't know what I may seem to the world, but as to myself, I seem to have been only like a boy playing on the seashore and diverting myself now and then in finding a smoother pebble or a prettier shell than the ordinary, whilst the green ocean of truth lay all undiscovered before me. Hmm. Deep. Can ponder that for a minute. <coughs> maybe yeah, I mean, I'll, life maybe just... I'll insert some pondering music. <laughs> well, I mean, life just takes, like, you know, we talk about, like, our favorite, you know, album or the favorite, you know, the first musician that grabbed us or, like, you know, just music in general or, you know, how your kids grew. I mean, every day is a different day. Like, and as I get older, I find that I am not the same, like every day, like some days I, I wake up, I'm just kind of tired. I'm groggy all day. Sometimes I got a bunch of energy for that day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just like concerned about like, you know, are my kids doing okay that day. Sometimes I'm concerned about myself, you know, is my job going okay? Like every day just gets, I don't want to say tougher and tougher, but it gets tougher and tougher. And you have to think more and more of like, where you want to go and, and, and be able to deal with the bad days and be able to, you know, celebrate the good days and just like kind of feed off that. And I don't, I, I, life is just, uh, to me, the older I get, the weirder it gets. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say since, since you've been older. I know that sounds like a bunch of rambling right there. But. No, no I, 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 I'm on track with you, but I, I don't want to say preface the question with since you've been older, but recently, more recently, let's say, Last God, couple of years, the COVID. 20, well, 20, let's say 20, not even pre-COVID, like 2014, 2015 until now. Okay. Have you noticed consciously that the passage of time seems to have quickened yes, for you? Extremely. Yeah, for sure. Every year I get older, it seems like it goes faster It, and faster. it seems like, 20, like 2014, something happened there. And now we're almost in 2021, and I look back and it's like, I remember events of 2014 like they were yesterday, but I find sure, myself forgetting... Like, Stuff in between. The three of us were together like four years ago. I start, yeah, four. So I started. Years ago. I started with, and it the, seems like pretty much like last year at most. Yeah, yeah, really? and, yeah. And, and you know, really you know, uh, Bishop and I talk to each other. I don't want to say frequently, but uh, I mean, pretty frequently. No, and, and pretty and, frequently. I mean, at least once a week, I would say. And besides, like meme sharing, like we kind of lost touch for a while. I'll we not say I was mad at you per se, but. One of the reasons I took a job right. was to work for you, and right. then you just left me abandoned. Right. To be honest with you, it was probably the best thing that could have happened to both of us. And it was because I think we could have maybe gotten a little bit of. We could have, but it was also the worst thing as far as a two and a half years of my career that could have happened to me. Sure. Yeah. 
And then, you know, you know, me and you, we worked a ton, and I think we probably went a good six months to a year without really maybe talking or anything. We, yeah. We'd send some memes occasionally to well, each other. But, but I like that because I don't need to call you and ask how your day was because even though I like you and I'm interested in how your life is going, that conversation's a boring, trite sure. one to have. I get to send you a meme, and we get to, if something's really bad is going on or something like that, there's an outlet you can inform me. Sure. And also, I would talk to you more so more so than Bishop, and I would every time I would talk to you, I would mention it to you, just like our friend mm-hmm. our friend Foxy, yeah, whatever that may be. I'm like, yeah, I, I talked to I talked to Jr. today. It was great. You know, this is what's going on with him. You guys were big parts of my life for a short period of time. And I know that sounds weird, but I mean, I mean, we were like a family for a while. I mean, we would, we badger each other and we, (laughs) we praise each, well, maybe not so much praise, but we (laughs) we would uh, badger each other a little bit, whatever, you know, we go occasionally have some drinks, whatever. I think we went out to dinner like once for Noah Badoa's birthday. Were you well, there? there was that, but yeah. Uh, remember I, when I told that waitress when they wanted to cut us off and I was a yeah. cop? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm an officer. Yeah. And, We're all good. And, <laughs> and, the, and the weird thing about that is, you know, that, that period with that cell phone. Were you there re- for that? That no, cell phone awesome. retailer, it seems longer than it is in the whole scheme of things. Sure. And that's where that's where I'm kind of going with, with this kind of follow-up to, you know, your, your, your answer is how weird that the passage of time seems that it has been. Since, but we can pick up like, like that 2015 ish. But I, I just I, I want to make sure that I'm not crazy. I want to make sure that I'm not like in the, the whole Shazam Mandela effect thing. Sure. You know, True. it's so well, strange we, to we me. Show the KFC well, we, sign from now to then and whatever. And yeah. Or the you, Matt, you and I are real, pretty close in age. What were we, two years apart? How old are you? 32. Fucking uh, baby. You, you, we'll say we're, th- we're two years apart. Babies. I'll be 37 in March. Oh, see, I thought we were a little bit closer than that. I was going to say because... Uh, no, it's because I look younger than you. <laughs> the <laughs> I'll take cuter, fuck it. He just showed yeah. us his vinegar strokes. <laughs> no. Uh, but, like, okay, so I was going to say, you mentioned every year you get older, they go by faster, and I felt like that already. Um, I remember when I was 22, and, you know, the years seemed to take a while, but still, Christmas season... You know, seasons you like Halloween, whatever, you know, if you like summer, all those seasons seem to get shorter and shorter. And 2020 or 2019, I mean, it was a mind fuck when a lot of people were out of work. I myself wasn't working much. And, like, you know, my, my aunt had a lake house. So all of a sudden, boom, we're, we're going to the lake. It felt like for a fucking year. And that was just the summer. So, like, that was really weird. But then I, you know, again, like we mentioned on uh, one of the other segments of this same uh, interview here, or 21 questions, it feels like yesterday was 2018. Yeah, I'm just wondering, I mean, like, it's so strange to me because everybody says, you know, once you hit, I think it's like 24, everything speeds up. I agree. It was more like 27 for me, but yeah. So time-wise, that kind of adds up for all of us as far as the year we can pin yeah. it down to. Because... Yeah, for 24, it di- it didn't really. From 24 to 28, everything was kind of slow, normal-paced, as I remember it, even after, like, pre-high school, after high school, whatever that mm-hmm. may be. But from 28 to now, it's like I can look back at 28, and I'm, like... I'm, you still feel like you're 29. I'm, I'm, I'm a year and a few months away from 38. Mm-hmm. And it feels like everything is just... Mm-hmm. No, I'm right there with you. 
Yeah. I can't believe I've been dating Wayfu over two years. Yeah. I mean, that... But the I cool don't feel thing like I've known like, her that long. Well, that's that's what, <laughs> I mean, what I texted you and asked you one day, like, how long have you been together? And you're like, two years. I'm like, well, but you just got together last it, year. That's what it feels like that, you know, oh, no, it's been over two. I met her on her birthday. Vividly remember celebrating that birthday. We just passed another one for us. So, yeah, it's over two years. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's a it's a great. The fact that I literally took her on. I met her on her birthday. I took her on a date the next week. Um, you know, it makes makes all this so much easier to like figure out um when how long we've been dating and everything it's a great landmark yeah to have we're pausing for selfies or, or something but you know um <laughs> so who are you sending pictures or video to my wife oh, okay i was just telling her you know wait about three more <laughs> I'm questions glad you didn't send, can... i'm glad you didn't send uh hey there kales uh, how you doing kales <laughs> i don't know who it was for but yeah i mean i, I don't know just going back i think I'm not going to talk, you know, good or bad about my parents, whatever. You know, I had good parents that were divorced, whatever. Whatever, um, whatever. They, they they were. They were good parents. We just grew up. I mean, we grew up poor. I mean, and I grew up divorced. Like, you know, I mean, like, I didn't, was divorced. <laughs> my parents were. were. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, like our big Me vacation too. was like, my dad would take us camping and we, does anybody know what a lean tune is? It's basically like a three-sided. I think we talked about, we talked about, about this. Did we? Yeah. So episode, my, yeah. my dad would take us there for vacation. And I can remember like one vacation my mom took us on. Uh, besides going to see family, like she took us to Disney, like in '85, I believe it was. I was and, born in '85, and, and we stayed like you know a, a motel that had like a little pool, whatever. And it's like you know one room and one bathroom, whatever. Is me and my sister, and you know my mom and my my stepdad, whatever. So we just never had those type of things. My kids, I, they've been everywhere. I mean, they they my my daughter's oh my been God, yeah. to more places than you know most people have been to you know and my son the same thing like I, every year since he, I probably like 2000 and has she ever been to a combat zone maybe <laughs> you're talking about co- you're talking about school or college call like, of du- call co- of duty. high school or college call of duty that's my son he's oh, in call okay, of duty cool. yeah he plays yeah. video games. cod but at least yeah. it's not for- but she went to high school which is kind of like uh nowadays it's kind of like a, a war oh, zone yeah. you're right yeah so. bonus question real fast no big discussion about did you go to action park New Jersey? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You Greatest did? fucking place on the planet, oh dude. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to have to talk about this Oh, later. my gosh. It's my favorite yeah. place. Like, I it's, actually have scars on my arm from that, the Alpine slide thing going down oh because it was so fast. You'd fly off the corners, like, into the woods. Is that, <laughs> is that the Johnny Knoxville movie? Uh, yeah. No, I think it was after Johnny Knoxville. Not, they had a water slide. They had to shut down. They killed people. It was in inside of yeah. a tomb. Yeah. And, and, like, it did a, a swirly. Yeah, the news stories. I remember seeing said, that shit. They said people were coming down bloody, and then they figured out that there wasn't enough velocity on the curve, so people were Get literally stuck. hitting their fucking, and there were teeth <laughs> lodged in it. So the more kids that went down when they were testing it out and building it, kept getting more fucked up because now they're getting cut up by other people's teeth. I and, love being the, oh the being the engineer that's always like, yeah, just, don't worry about the 55-gallon barrel. Just send Dude, some kids through it, there. It'll you be all right. like, it wasn't the engineer. It was just this guy who owned it who was like a Wall Street crook, basically. Yeah, do you remember like the cliff diving you do from like 100 feet up? Yeah, well, it looks, I know that it feels that way for a kid, but it's like 25 feet. That's dangerous. Well, how about that, the, the rope swing with that water that was like an iceberg? Yeah, give you like immediate hypothermia. Yeah, as soon as you like hit that water. Yeah. 108 degrees in New Jersey. Oh, I love like, that oh. park. Though. That place is so much fun. This like, reminds me of a story that I read today about some guys who were attempting 
a stunt. How'd you come up with Ashen Park? Seriously, though. Because I, I don't mean to cut oh, you off good. there. You were talking about your childhood, and I remember you from, you're from up north, and anybody from, like, the new, great Yeah, new my England aunt and uncle used to live in New York, and that was, to. like, me and my cousin, he was the same age as me. Like, we'd go spend, like, a week with her every summer or whatever, and they always took us to Action Park, and we're like, yeah! <laughs> I mean, it was the greatest park I, ever. I just watched that documentary on it, though, and then you, you're looking at all these guys from Jersey, New York, the surrounding areas and whatnot, and they're all talking. I mean, it was Johnny Knoxville and Jimmy Kimmel Places, yeah, on a show talking about it. And they were like, you know, they call it Traction Park, Class Action Park, you know, this, that, and the other. Oh, thing. yeah, they were sued all the time, yeah. Yeah, but even then, like, I love the documentary. The guy, he goes, what poor bastard died, was the second person to die in the wave pool? He goes, close the fucking pool. You know, like, it really was a serious thing, but at the same time, all these stories that people have to tell outside of those that were related to the people that died to really mar the situation, just talk about how reckless and foolish it was. And that's, I realized, I was like, oh my God, he's from up that way. He probably went. He's the yeah. right age. Loved yeah. Action Park. Loved it. All right. Now, now, off the bonus question to the real Ooh, juicy stuff. Questions. When you were younger, sorry, when we were younger, we dream of being astronauts, firefighters, et cetera. We've all let that young bastard down in, immensely. Uh, now that you actually appreciate where you are in some ways, from what I gather anyway, you have two great kids, a fantastic wife. You're not destitute. You're not in awful health. How do you feel about what you wanted to be when you were a kid versus what you actually are today? Uh, that's easy. I don't know. I, I, that's the one like thing in life I have never figured out what I want to do. Same. I just haven't. It's, it's the craziest thing. I've had so many nuanced jobs of like just fucking, ugh, what am I doing this for, mm-hmm. you know? But I just, I never had a passion to work. I just... I, I envy sometimes those people that can get up early in the morning. They just want to go seize the day, make the money, make a great career. Um, my wife, she she is that way. Thank God she's with me because she's quite <laughs> successful for what she does. And she allows me to kind of be that <sighs> vagabond. Yeah. Whisper in the wind. Well, we yeah. T- we talked about that. Trail. I mean, I've had some good jobs, but I just, I just don't. But you supported the family when she was in school and doing the grunt aspects. Yeah, like, more like or less. You, you've put your time in doing what was needed to support, you know, yourself, her at the times, you know. So I feel like there's a there's kind of a balance. Yeah, yeah and going back to that, like though, I wish I was been a I was, bum, though. Yeah, no, no, I've always worked. I've always yeah. worked. It's like, it, yeah, I mean, I've always worked, and, and I've worked, you know, tireless jobs where I'm working, like, I remember I worked out in Idaho at a, a resort called Sun Valley, Idaho, <laughs> and I probably worked almost 100 hours a week for most weeks. Um, you know, damn. we had a crappy little place, whatever. It came with a season pass, though, to go skiing. It's a gorgeous resort. I mean, it's like our neighbors were like Bruce Willis, Clint Eastwood. Uh, I got a great Clint Eastwood. I love stories. You guys want to hear the Clint Eastwood story? I do. You do. You want to hear it, too. It's actually a really good story. But I lived next to those guys there while we were in like like this little studio you have here. Our apartment was probably as big as the studio right here that we we're paying 750 bucks a month for. Um, like the whole, but, the whole basement or just the studio part? Like this. But I could literally walk out my door to the ski lift. So we're in 120 square feet. Yeah, it's pretty much it's, half of that. For yeah. tax purposes, so if IRS our, is listening, our, it's 900 square feet. Our kitchen <laughs> had, like, one of those, like, little uh, dorm refrigerators and, like, uh, a two-burner stove on yep, the top yep. and, like, a microwave. See, and, and that was it. But I, but people look back on those situations like, honey, you remember our first apartment or whatever? Yep. And they're always like, it was so small, so cute. And, of course, you know, Picture that they're talking about this in a fucking mansion, you know, at least to my standards. And I always like really wish that there was that some some cute shanty apartment in New York City. I'm like, I live in fucking but Winston. I, I hate this town. I, I, but I could walk out my front door and and go 50 yards and, and hit the ski slope. You know, like That's I I could sexy. catch the slope there. Yeah. And then we stayed at another place. It was like 
four of these sizes, like on top of each other with a spiral staircase that went upstairs. Mm. Went upstairs, yeah, went all the way up to the top floor or whatever. Right. And, uh, and the <laughs> same point, you could see that. It actually had a heated pool in the back, and like, oh my gosh, like the snow would come down, you sit in the heated pool, yeah. watch the snow come down, ski. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I'd live in 100 square feet with like, you know, my, yeah, whole, we were my, early, whole, my whole family. I wasn't I could, even 21. If, if point, I could so. walk out the door and do powder, every, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, beyond. <laughs> but so here, let me tell you my Clint Eastwood story here, real quick. So me and a buddy of mine, we're going to catch some some first uh, uh, some freshies, I guess you could say, on the on the mountain that morning. So we get up there, and we're the first two in line. It's a quad thing, and this guy comes up in between us, whatever. He's got his goggles on, his hat on, his whole jacket, yada, yada, yada. He says, hey, do you mind if we ride up with you? It's like, yeah, no problem at all, whatever. So he gets in the middle of us. And so we start to go up. All of a sudden, he takes his goggles off, puts his hat down a little bit, whatever, and it's like, holy shit, Clint Eastwood is right between us right now, going on the ski slope up to the top of this mountain. Right Did you touch his dick? better uh so my buddy so we'd plan on getting you know a little toasty on the way up so my yeah. buddy kind of looks at me he's like and i was like yeah why not absolutely so he opens up his little fanny pack takes out a joint whoosh, sparks it up goes to pass it over to me whatever and clint's like do you mind it's like not at all so me my buddy and clint eastwood smoked weed on the top of the all the way to the top of the fucking mountain that day get off to the top whatever clint just says thanks guys and fucking just takes off and we're just sitting there like Dicks in our hand, like, what the fuck just happened? Whatever. I wish so I actually got high with Clint Eastwood on a ski slope or on a ski lift onto the ski slope. I wish that the recording could picture how big my smile was for that story. That's awesome. Yeah, it was one of my coolest things ever, I'm, for sure. I can't open my My jaw. wife drank beers. <laughs> so Bruce Willis also owned a beer, and my wife had just turned 21. I was only 20 at the time. Yeah, I dated an older woman. Yeah. She's a pedophile. Whatever. But anyway, so she went out for her 21st birthday and she actually drank beer at uh, Bruce Willis's bar and, and with Bruce Willis. Nice. He happened to be there that night and she actually nice. uh, talked that, with him and had a couple beers with him. That was my first, oh, first, um, I'm not married. Your first love? Twice. Bruce Willis? Nice. Sort of. That was my ex-wife's hall pass. Bruce Willis? We, we, yeah, we had the conversation. So me. And, and, and picture both of she she was also older. She was uh she was twenty four at the time and I was twenty three. And we had the conversation of, you know, if we met a celebrity who would who would our hall pass be and we got one. Who was yours? Uh, Some hike. Anyone who was any Randy Savage. Any, any celebrity who was willing. Randy to, Savage. No, like anybody any, in the wrestling world. No, <laughs> oh yeah. It's called Gina. No, any any, <laughs> any celebrity who was willing to have sex with me. <laughs> but hers was Bruce, Bruce Willis. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like Bruce. Favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. Nice. See, now I always kind of com- complain about the whole argument. Is it a Christmas movie? And I will say more. It was a Christmas tree. It's a Christmas movie. Let's save that. Not even that. Let's, no, save, it, let's uh, save that for a future episode. Is is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Okay, sure. We'll just edit that yeah. spot out completely because I I interject that. So yeah, I completely go. I mean, I, I I genuinely think that that's a good spot for. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not disagreeing. With you. I'm saying just I got to think about it. Like I don't need to come away from it. It can just be removed yeah, entirely. We won't, we won't come away from you know what? So <sighs> going back to the original daddy. question, I think we lost. Uh, Side of the original question. I don't know if I actually answered that question. Well, you did, and it's what you are yeah. today. How does that stack up to what you thought you'd be as a kid? And you never, you said you never really figured out. What yeah, you just never to figured do. out. Yeah. Okay. My my thought on that was, I never said, "Oh, I want to be an astronaut." I mean, I, I think I said it at you some point, but it's kind of a pipe something. I think. But when I was a little kid, I that show, The Practice on ABC, ABC, uh, was lawyers. They were public defendants, a lot of them, and. 
I thought it was a really good show. I liked that they had to be smart and argue and kind of do some detective work after the detectives have done their work in navigating the conversation and everything else. So if we want to look at that, like, in terms of, like, when I was a kid and what I wanted to be, yeah. my favorite show as a kid, and, and, and it's probably why I am who I am now, I love Cheers. Sam Malone was my mm. fucking idol, dude. Like, I oh. wanted to be Sam Malone. Like, I wanted to be the freaking the bartender at a cool bar, man. And I wanted to have conversations with Norm, and I want to have conversations with Cliff, and I that's what I wanted to be. So you know what? I am not the person I wanted to be, and I could have been that person, and right, I so, lost sight of that. All right, so for me, when I went into bartending, I had wanted to be a bartender since I was in seventh grade and saw Cocktails. Oh, that's a great movie, yeah. too. So Not a big know, Tom Cruise kinda, fan, but fucking great movie. Uh, yeah, but... And so for me, like, I kind of got to live a little bit of that dream. However, it never really stacked up to the proud and honorable thing that I thought I might be. Because then I realized that lawyers, for instance, like referencing back to the show when I thought that was a great career, my mom just looked at me and goes, you know how much reading is involved with being a lawyer? And I went, Tons. what do you mean? She but goes, you like to read. No, I don't. I fucking hate it. Really? Yeah. You've conversation about books you love. I love what I've read. Look at his handwriting. Have you seen mine? Eat a yeah. dick. I'm not a writer. <laughs> but it's, plus, we got keyboards now. No, but it's it's called arithmetic. <laughs> it's called a piano. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's one of those things that I, when I found out there was a three extra years of school minimum to be a lawyer, I was like, oh, fuck that. I hate school. I knew as a kid I hated school. Yeah, and, me too. Same. You know, I, I did not excel well. But again, when we were coming up, it, it was either college or nothing. There was no thought process that you could go to trade schools or you could get experience like no we fumbled around and shit thinking we were going to finish school and here i am hoping this podcast takes off <laughs> so i loved school except for the people who were in school with me see i love socializing hated the actual I, same. I love learning i love taking in the knowledge part of it which is one thing that i'm trying to i'm, I'm probably going to edit a good, <laughs> a good bit of this out but the one thing that i you know, Jason edit that out. Jr. said was that he hasn't found what he wants to do until I started this. I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I truly am in love with recording, editing it, putting it on air, and I would be in love with just editing and putting it on air if I could do it full time. True. Is that the wanderlust of our of our traveling positions and through our you know various careers we've had? Is that you know is that why we don't you know succeed? You know the millionaire people they're usually very happy with what they do. Yeah, we've never really been that happy. We were perfectly happy being fucking satirical and sarcastic all through several positions we've all right had. right. Now bartending, I gotta say I love it, but I will never. I really don't want to go bartend for someone else again. I love picking up celebrity shifts, but if I want to do that, I want to own my bar. I know yes, what, yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's it right the there. thing. Yeah. It's not even because I want to be the owner. I know what decisions to make, and I'm not saying I hate anyone that I worked for, but I really don't want the bad night where ultimately it's going to be whether you actually are right or wrong. You're right and I'm wrong because you're the boss and I'm not. Correct. That's what I don't want to do. I, th- I think I think you're on to something there because I would love to have an episode where you and Jr. interact. And I edit it in such a way, and it just blow up, you know? Like, that's, that's the fruition. Like, I'm behind the camera, but I, 
you never really. What's that s- one that they do where it's like uh, it's kind of like this, but they drank through the whole thing. Um, we tried. You that. mean our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's like it's actually it, it, the whole thing is centered around like their whole table that they have in front of them. They have like a bunch of liquors, whatever. Um, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I'll find it, whatever, and I'll get I back to you guys. I mumbled bad enough without excessive drinking. There, but <laughs> like, so like, I, you love pool, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. So when yeah, I, I love swimming, when I play pool, <laughs> like I find when I have like, there, there's this like buzz that I get where I feel like I'm unstoppable on a pool table. Like I can hit it's every the bell sh- curve. I can yep. hit every shot I want. Now that's it's a fine line. Yep. And if I'm a little bit sober than this, I don't hit those shots. If I'm a little bit drunker than that, I don't hit those shots. But if I can stay in this this fine line right there, I'm a great pool player. It, same that's, with conversating and like coming up with ideas and stuff like that. Like there's that fine buzz where I'm like really, really good. Write this down. Right. And and then there's like then I forget about things and then like I don't care things. So Matt, what you got itching your I pants? I can't describe the vibe I get when I drive by people in five I hit. How are you driving? <laughs> well, I mean, there's keys to cars. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny, the funny thing is, is uh, JR's like, what time are you going to be home tonight? Uh, 7.15-ish. Do you need anything from the store? No, I was getting ready to go. I'll be home 7.15-ish. So I come <laughs> pulling up after he's always already pulled into the parking lot of, of my townhouse. And he's like, "Oh, you got deer antlers on the on your car? That's white people shit." And I'm like, uh, "That's not my car, bro. I don't even have a fucking license <laughs> or said car. Like, I I just be driving." Uh, what's that? That meme is going around. You find the love of your life, and you then you figure out they drive this yes, car, and it's got yes. the antlers and the nose on it. Like, yep. that's, that's yeah, world. that's actually what I said earlier, too. Was like, you ever seen that meme there? It's like, you know, you get married, you're going on your honeymoon, and your wife is that person that claps when the airplane lands, and you're like, fuck this shit, I'm going home. I put it on my Insta. It was th- a picture of, like, literally her car, which is a small SUV crossover, whatever you want to call it. has got one antler, by the way. And <laughs> not going to go into that story. Not going to go into that story. Story, but it's a, it's a crossover SUV type it's thing. It's a mean one, and it, and the meme says, uh, <laughs> "You're white, but are you this white?" <laughs> it has the picture of the car with the antlers and shit. Oh my god! All right, good talk. Let's go on Great to talk. question nineteen. Oh, oh look, it's me <laughs> again. <laughs> You're a so mean one. Continuing on the conversation we're just having. <laughs> yeah. You're a mean one. Yeah. What is the biggest change you have seen in society since you were a young adult? It's simple. The internet and the way people treat the internet. I I remember, like, when the internet came out, everyone was like, um, you know, this is going to be able to let everybody communicate together and just, like, be harmonized together and just this whole thing. What I've realized is the internet is actually just a big, giant bullying system where people have random thoughts they pick on people they hate on things what's that cancel culture cancel culture like the internet has pretty much ruined i think everything in society um this is gonna sound and i might get some backlash on this from you guys but to me the the i'm saying how to word this you say pause it pause it pause it Oh, you paused it. Yeah. Nice. Do you want a hot beam or do you want one of these? Or does it matter? I'm not going to fight you on either one. I'd prefer a hot beam, but okay. I... Yeah, we're getting... We're, we're almost done. 
It's way later than I wanted to be out. Tomorrow's going to suck, but fuck it. Just another day. You have to be up and where do you have to go? I've got to get up at 7. i got to go to Greensboro. I get to drive to Burlington. My daughter's off. I'm just going to hang out with her tomorrow. So we're going to do breakfast and maybe go to the zoo. But. Do a little brekkie? Do a little mother truck Ooh. brekkie? I'll probably just eat a bunch of... Yikes. <laughs> just get through my day. I love those things. All right. Unpaused. Ready? Hold on, hold on. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, the Internet's just... Uh, it's, the, it's the biggest, you know, obviously, change. But it, the fact is... You know, with the internet, like people can make comments without getting repercussions. And so, you know, back in my day, whatever, you know, we were in school, whatever, you know, we found out so and so had some beef with us, whether it was over a girl, whether it was over a bet, whether it was over just life in general. Mm -hmm. And we could deal with those things. We could just say, hey, you know what? Heard you got some issues with this. What do we need to do about it? Do we need to fight about this? Can we talk it out? Are we good? We talk to the microphone. I got a backup right here. Right. Check one, check two. Say it like you're standing in the booth. But nowadays, where we can kind of like have someone in North Carolina fight with somebody in Kenya, Africa about some stupid shit that doesn't fucking make sense to either person's That's life. That's misogyny. It's, it blows my mind that we get so worked up about what somebody else that we don't even know thinks about us mm -hmm. or our opinion. Who cares? Why do you let that dig? It? And you know what? I'm not going to say I'm not guilty of this. I actually stopped doing Facebook about two years ago because of stuff like this. I mm -hmm. found myself getting caught up in just bullshit drama about people I don't even know or care about. Bro, my grandma. So I said no more. My grandma. That's the reason I left Facebook. It's because I, I would exclude her from multiple posts where I would be vulgar mm -hmm. or anything else. Yep. As you should as a respectful person. My grandmother is not a friend of mine on Facebook for that very reason. She knows she is not allowed to friend request However, me. I would get somewhat political on certain things, and she would tell me how Jesus could intervene in my life. And I was like, you know what? This isn't the grandma that helped me out, lived close to me. This is my grandma, my dad's mom in Florida. I've heard how crazy this bitch is. She genuinely proved herself. So I'm just going to say, <laughs> a fud is bitch. I'm off to Facebook. Yeah. The only reason I'm on it now is because I have to have a personal account to have my podcast accounts. Yeah, I won't even, I mean, like, ah, I just can't do it anymore. It, it just, it upsets me too much, like, to see people's opinions that don't matter and for people to throw opinions back at me that just I don't care about. Like, it's just, it was too much. It, and right. it just, it, it needed to go. So, like, my biggest, you know, change in society is the fact that we can interact with each other now without getting punched in the mouth. Or, I, I, I agree I with that. I missed the punch in the mouth. I though. agree with that 100%. You know, you can say some shit to somebody without getting punched in the mouth and Correct. learning a lesson. However... I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this the correct way. I probably can't. Try. Just just I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking of the of the correct solution to this problem. Okay, well, since while you think about that Go for a ahead. second, Jason, I know that sorry. Edit. Cameron. JR. JR, when you I remember being at work with you and watching you just laugh. My grandfather used to laugh with his whole body. He would kind of chuckle. It was kind of a Santa Claus almost type laugh. Because the rosy have, red cheeks? Not just that. That You have that. Let's You're on cue. But I remember you like leaning back in your chair, you know, we're at that point of the day where no one gives a fuck about a customer because you are just on Facebook. You mean and, right after uh, inventory? 
when he when <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the morning inventory. Yeah. No, but I remember especially when there was um an incident with coffee in a gas station, the video went viral, the employee got oh, fired. Oh yes, yes. But the so comment good. thread for that one, for you I remember you just sitting back watching it and you were just like laughing your ass sure. off. To me, there was no greater joy than just watching you enjoy social media sometimes. Like But you know what? I never commented on that. I just because I, mean, I knew yeah, where the you knew, I knew the repercussions that were coming from this. Yeah, it's like and I left a train it alone. Wreck. Yeah, absolutely. And that kid got fired for what? Someone else's comment, basically. Yep, yep. And uh, they were. I, I but heard if not been that post, he would not get fired. Well, technically speaking, if he had never responded to anything, he could have been okay. But likely, he would have lost it. Anyway. But he started it with putting that post on there of that incident that happened, like. It's all him. He, he Had he not for, put that on he there? He got fired for racist comments for those who don't understand. But he what still However, he didn't actually make any racist comments. But That's he made the, he made he posted that video. He's the one that took the video. But even then, the video was appalling it. human nature. It wasn't racism. I, I mean, I think my, my the, point yeah. is though like, had he just left things alone? Like, this has nothing to do with him whatsoever. Like, yeah. zero. He lost his job, a good job that he was excelling at. Yes. Because of some stupid shit on social media. Yes. So I get why it's a good decision to leave social media alone. Just get the fuck Correct. out of it. Correct. Yes. Yes. That part, I, I realized where you were going, and I I finally caught. You know, like, and, and those are conversations about. I have with my kids all the time. And we're not going to go into a situation, whatever, where someone mm. did not listen to my advice, whatever. But both my kids, I've had deep conversations with them about what the internet is, what social media is, and if you put yourself out there, this stuff stays out there, it can come back to haunt you. Think about every single time you put something out there. Back to every Adam. single time. Think about what you're putting back out there. Back to Adam Sandler, and I, I'm not going to finish my other thought because I realized what it was, and it's, it's, a, it's a trite point. But the internet, it's, it's the devil, Bobby. I don't disagree mm-hmm. with you. Mama says. I, I feel like it ruined a lot of social gatherings. There's the picture of, like, good, uh, God, Goodfellas, and they're all, like, in the neighborhood. Now, of course, this is that, this thing we don't talk about. Of course, but at the same time, they're enjoying a neighborhood barbecue. There are plenty of people that are not connected, that are in this sure. shot, and they're enjoying the food and everything else. That doesn't really have, of course, yes, people have barbecues. People tailgate for for games. That the alumni show back up at their colleges, and, you know, there are still parties. But I feel like a lot of it is ruined. You know, if somebody were to have a really intimate conversation, just a good, wholehearted laughing time with somebody that they met at a bar and they stayed for hours and they just didn't want the night to end, I feel like that would be a really new experience for them because so much of our time is just drivel on the internet. And even, you know, you wouldn't be even engaged with that person so much because you'd be checking your fucking phone. That's one thing that kills me. That's what's changed a lot. About, like, if uh, the rare chance since the baby's been born, wifey sauce and I go out on a nice dinner, and it comes out, and it's got a nice presentation on a, on a nice plate. Uh, Texas Roadhouse or Outback, for instance. <laughs> I thought you said nice. Okay. Lemon <laughs> onion. Yeah. That, that was comedy for effect. Honey, and, they and, gave she, us the and, and she has, like, before she takes her first bite, I'm, I'm cutting my steak, right? Before she takes her first bite, she's up here with her cell phone camera. Like, what are you doing? Do it for the gram. I love that kid that does this thing where he smashes his <laughs> girls with a fork <laughs> right yeah. before she can yeah. take the picture. I'm, I'm, I'm Snapchatting this to my girls. Why? Am, I, am, I, am I such a piece of shit so, that I don't treat you well enough to where you have to privately message this to your close girlfriends? Can I? Who gives a fuck? This is our night. Right. We yeah. Absolutely. 
it so, just blows my I, mind. I had a conversation with a friend of mine once. He's a really good friend of mine. And we were talking about, like, you know, social media and stuff like that. And this is where it, like, really clicked for me. But he was like, I can't stand when I see people out there living a life that I know they're not living. And oh, I was yeah. like, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I get that. And he's like, we have a mutual like, friend for that. And he's like, you know, there's another, you know, there's other people like I see it and they're out doing these things here. And he's like, and I get really jealous and envious of those people because right. they're out doing things that I can't do. And, and for me, you know what? That gave me, that's one of the reasons I got off of Facebook. It, it gave me something to think about because I really, truly, I always try to look at other people's sides of things. Yeah, and, and so I was boy. able to step aside and be like, you know what? <laughs> I, I get to do some pretty cool things in my life, and I really do, and I don't mean any, like, disrespect for that, but I was like, you know what? That's not fair of me to be able to go do this when no. I know I've got friends that are struggling doing well, this. No, you've no. even said in a previous question that you stay off social media for one of the, those points is you don't want to, and this is fucked up, is I don't want to say on your part, but on the part of the whole social media platform is that you have to censor yourself and your posts on yeah. what you do yeah, for to not else. make other people feel bad because Correct. of what that they can't do. Yeah. Because yeah. fuck that. You've worked hard. No, your not, wife has worked hard. But, but it means more to me to feel like somebody else is not upset about something that I'm doing. That's like, bullshit, I want everybody though. to succeed. That's yeah. bullshit, though, as far as, you know, not as far as you want everybody to succeed, but it's admirable on the same, on the double-edged sword, because you're, God damn it, you're worried about how other people will feel about what they see you going out and doing. Right. And they don't have the same means to do so, which but, is why you man, don't post it. But at the same I'm point, like, I want to give you, give you uh, one uh, second here. Uh, at uh, the uh. same point, like, sometimes when I do that type of stuff there, and I'm not trying to say I'm all that in a bag of chips. I'm, I'm a douchebag. No, I'm you a are. The you, you're, 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 you're all that. You're a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, you're I'm a, the you're broccoli a fucking right. douchebag. You're a piece of broccoli. <laughs> you're the fucking... Uh, <laughs> I you're, love broccoli. What are you you're a salt and vinegar. Yeah, you're a salt and vinegar potato chip. Now, that's disgusting. Douche chips, we call them. Those are my favorite. Douche chips, is that what we call them? My favorite chips are the salt and vinegar. So you're a douche bag and a bag of chips so what whatever man do you be right. proud of you you know what i'm saying uh, no i, I it's, <laughs> it's it's one of those tough things for me man it really is and like you know sometimes i catch myself like i am one of those people like when i lay down like so i made a comment the other night like um and, and trust me this wore on me all night long i did not sleep you had mentioned like you know my kids had, you know might have more money in their bank account than you do and i said yep and i didn't even think about what i said it was just a, a knee-jerk reaction i, but I actually spent I spent the rest of the night was. going over that in my head, whatever, where I was like, that was a douchebag thing to say. Um, it, it wasn't. It, 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 but it was a douchebag thing for me to say. It wasn't. But it was a douchebag thing for me to take it like that because I know it's true. And for me to be jealous of that because you have provided for your kids better than I have provided for myself. You got young is, kids. You can do it. You're going to get there. No. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe. But but will. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I'm editing this. And I played it. A few times, and I'm like, "Wow, okay." I know he wasn't offended. I, uh, I already knew the answer. I was well, offended. Well, that we're time. on, like, and I yeah. and no, 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 for, no. for that being my apologies because yeah, that's I, another I, way I want to come I, across. I, you I'm, shouldn't I, apologize. I, I for prefaced, that. but I prefaced the comment right with saying your yes. kids probably have more. I I knew what I was. I knew the answer. That's why I made the comment. Like, but I mean, I, yeah, I mean, but to be fair to you, I was. It, it actually. That night, that's all I could think about. I was like, what a fucking douchebag comment. Because well, okay. that's not the way so I meant th I think that segues into what I've been wanting to wait for the time to interject with is I love when you post to Instagram your going, coming and goings to concerts and things. Now, sometimes you just get to play golf in the middle of the day. It's like fucking Wednesday, and you're like, I've been out of it for six hours. 
Don't worry, I know you have. Yeah, I'm you, super tired. The today. post doesn't say <laughs> six hours, but I know that it's like, it's just four thirty. I know you've been out there a minute. Like, yeah. I know that you've had a better day with that, but no, I like. If you get to go to Red Rocks, I want to see the fucking picture. No, like I like. Now, if you just get out there and you're like. Bought a new car. Who's jealous, bitches? Yeah, I drive a 2015 Traverse, man. I, well, I know, but I'm saying, but uh, no, you spend your money differently. Like, now, I could buy a car, or I could go to some of these concerts. So there's that. The money is the money. So yeah, I could be jealous of you either way. But I'm really happy to see that you get to go do things. Plus, you've been to venues that I didn't know existed. That one that's in a cave. I love that picture. I've actually gone back at your profile. Oh, the caverns in at the one point. Virginia? Yeah, I went, yeah, I went awesome place. to show uh, way through that. I went to show some other friend. And I went back just to look at the picture one time separately. So over the several months, I've gone back to find that picture because I think it's super fucking cool looking. Well, just know this, and we'll put this on tape. If I ever win the lottery, all my friends, we're going to have some fun, man. I promise you. It's going to be... <laughs> Not Epstein fun, <laughs> but it's going to be fun. <laughs> Wait, not? Then I don't, I don't <laughs> there will be a private jet, but that's it. I promise I will not kill myself. Lolita will not be there either. But it might be a hard OD. <laughs> Could be, or it will be. So here's my perspective on this. Is yes, I see people flaunting wealth or... What, what do we want to call it? Perceived wealth? Perceived, yeah. Well, like me, I don't cry poor. I cry like I fuck up my own money. I mean, I'm, I'm not really, like, it's my fault. I don't cry. You're you're better. So, I don't know, like, however. If right. I would be living right. with Frank. <laughs> right, right. But, but, you know so, what I'm talking about from so, uh, Always Sunny? Yeah. So I, so I We'd think, be living together if so it wasn't for so certain I, so things in my life. I see people like that on social media, and I may not know their situation, as well as I know JR's situation, but whenever he tells me something or he's doing something or whatever, I'm like, man, that's awesome. But other people that may be doing the same thing that I don't know their situation, mm-hmm. I'm like, this fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. They're fucking, they're a fucking asshole. I know that, you know, they're, <laughs> they, they just borrowed $95 to get a tattoo. Nice. But that's a good investment, you know, and that's the fucking pitfall of social media is because, oh, I met this person once at a party. I'm going to add them. Yeah. And you and and you and you wait, 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 wait. You immediately form an opinion based on that. To some extent. But like you and I, we know each other. Right. right? And and I grew up poor shit, man. And so it's it's kind of like new money is weird for me. Um, Nouveau it's, it's, riche. It's earned money. Like, and my wife, she grew up poor as shit too. Like, I don't want to get into her whole story, but no, she's, yeah. she has a story. And I mean, for what she did from where she came from, I'm just, I can't tell you how impressed I am. I mean, it is just, it's just awesome. And I'm just glad to be there for the ride. You know, I'd like to think I've, I chipped in here and there, or whatever, and, and did some things right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, as much as he blames me for, <laughs> for, for being a piece of shit, for getting him out of his old job into the job that he thought that he oh. wanted initially and now making seven thousand dollars a year more than me to go back to the same job for being off work for two weeks i actually haven't really worked since july 12th right so being <laughs> but off, i'm going back to prison soon so for being off work for six months and do, that, doing the fuck you doing a, a, an easier job than what i do and making seven thousand dollars per year more than what i make america with at with five years into a company that i have and one and a half for you. Two and some change. Two-ish and some change. 
You going back to the? Uh, He's mad at place? me. Yeah, and I get to keep my seniority too. Yeah. So hey, I get same vacation. So as of July first, I actually have five weeks of vacation. Yeah. Same, same, same vacation days, same everything. So he has a better pay, better ven- benefits, and everything. Better benefits. Better, 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 Quit and came back, so, but he's mad at me. A mutual friend of ours, AG, he actually said to me, "He's like, oh, they must be really hurting for help." And I said, "Maybe I just did a good job." <laughs> like, yeah, that's what. Maybe they must be hurting for help. Well, fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> AG, one moment, turning the volume off. Um, was I say? Do we want to just go ahead and get the twentieth question knocked out? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I gotta, I'm dancing too. Yeah. We'll do, we, we will get. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, what is it called? Go back. Ass. I used to get. I used to get the Philly. I used to get the Phillies purple uh, grape. No, no, they were not purple. Yeah, they sure. were grape blunts. You do the were, same thing, you know, like when you go to a grocery store or a convenience store, not a grocery store, a convenience store, and someone orders like, yo, give me three of those grape whatever. He's like, you getting high? Can I come? <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke weed, but I was like, I know you ain't smoking no, after no, what it is. Nobody gets a fucking cyclone <laughs> to fill it with tobacco. <laughs> right. All right. Meanwhile, all the potheads buy backwoods, and I buy them just to smoke them. Yeah, Nobody bought a Phillies blunt. To smoke it, they always bought it to uh, to empty it. Yeah, Cut I it did. Especially the fucking it five packet. And then we can all sit there and go. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would buy the ones in the green and purple uh, tubes by the the you know the yeah, red, the yeah. register. I'll buy one to empty out and fucking fill with weed. But then I would buy another one for the post weed. I'd smoke a cigarette, but then I would have that to puff on. Lungs, they don't they don't matter. Yeah. They're just things. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. Question number twenty. Question number twenty. You listen. So you listen to podcasts uh, uh, far more than I actually do. Uh, which one is your favorite, and what do you think of ours? How, how you know how's it compare? So I'll be honest with you. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I see. Okay. So Mister Knight here kind of eluded me to think that you do. Mm, I don't. I don't know where he got that from, but uh, I don't know how I alluded. You, no, I thought yeah. you said that he listens to podcasts while he's at work. So I'm not a big podcast. I, I listen to a little bit of Joe Rogan because I think he's pretty funny. I think he's actually. You know what? I don't think he's funny. I think he's kind of on on spot. Without, um, I know you and I had had some conversation about he was listening, high. and maybe it was just like a YouTube thing or a TikTok thing where we saw different clips and we were sharing. So, yeah, besides, like, Joe Rogan, I listen to a little bit of his stuff. Um, I listen to a little bit of fantasy football podcasts. Like, if I'm in my car, I'm just, you know. Yeah, just, you know, I need some things sometimes. Like, sometimes you just want to hear a voice and not music, if that makes sense. Um, Gotcha. No, I love two guys named Chris. Yeah, sure. And I used to be a big Bob and Tom type of guy, like, back in, like, regular radio. I love Bob and Tom. I thought they had some pretty fun stuff. Even John Boy and Billy. Yeah, John Boy and Billy, some pretty fun stuff. First thing in the morning, I kind of want to hear some conversation rather than just songs yeah, or yeah. fucking Dan It almost and, makes Dan your mind kind of like just like mm-hmm. start thinking, like getting going, you know? It's like yeah. coffee yeah, for it, your mind. It's kind of a, a starter. Okay, I, don't, I just don't want to hear Dan and Shay yeah. back and forth yeah. 15 times. Well, especially when you know you're going to hear it. So like, for instance, with two guys named Chris, I, I can, if push comes to shove, I never have to change the channel from Rock 92. Sure. Like, I'm never going to, but I get really tired of hearing the same Dire Straits song. Yeah. 
Or every year, you know, they're going to have the same comedian come on, like, you know, sometime in the... That's in the, fine. I'm yeah. fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. For I, me, it got kind of boring But even then, I get what you're saying. But even then, like, so for me, I I get really pissed off at 11 o'clock when it switches over. Because I mm. don't... Yeah, no, same. don't get me wrong. I'm fine because, again, for what else is on the radio, perfectly fine with classic yeah, And before, like, podcasts and stuff like that, like, I was a huge... Howard Stern fan. I love, mm. like, I remember I, I worked for Domino's Pizza in the early 90s as a delivery driver, and I loved that, that Howard Stern was on syndicate at nighttime, whatever, because I could listen to his shows, and I can remember pulling up the houses and be like, not oh, getting out. Like, I have to, yeah, I have to finish <laughs> the skit before I can get out of my car. Once he finally went to Sirius Radio, whatever, though, I, I lost my flavor. Like, he is one it of those changes. guys that needs to be a little bit condensed, or not condensed, uh, a little bit censored. It makes him funnier when he's censored. He when he has like harder. the yeah, when yeah. he had when he has like he can just cuss and and talk about whatever he wants to talk to. It almost got a little bit too much for me. It's almost pervy. It, it really sense. is like cringy. Yeah. I think that's the word we use yeah. now, cringy. <laughs> so I miss Big Paul and Aunt Eloise. Big Paul and Aunt Eloise. They were one hundred four point one. Oh, see, that's why I never heard it. It was odd. I was I, never I, on that station. I, I, I my it was weird. My parents went from or my mother who dropped me off at school. Most days that I didn't take the bus, listen to Oldies 93. It was a short bus, by the way. Golden Oldies. Oldies It was was a band. But yeah, Oldies 93, that's what I kind of grew up on. Sugar, sugar pie, honey, you know, Mm -hmm. all the old shit. But then it went to, okay, I'm tired of the Oldies, to now I'm into country, oddly, overnight. And 104.1, their morning show was Big Paul. And Aunt Eloise. Aunt Eloise was a man. I remember hearing the advertisements for it. When yeah, I was big part. Aunt Eloise was a man who did the persona of, of an old woman. <laughs> so Medea almost. But Big hmm. Paul was my kindergarten teacher's son. Wow. I never knew this till really? I was like ten years older. And you were Madan? Madison Madan. Madison. Madison made in yeah. Uh, be- I will never live there because of the words mayo. We can just stop right there. Mayonnaise is the devil's. It was tool. the Mayo River. Fuck you! It's a savior for chicken. So, oh my god! So, we we'll fight right now. So Mayadan, the only uh, from Robert Ripley, Ripley's believe it or not, the only the only town, whatever in the USA named that because of the Mayo and the Dan River merged. You mean and where Mayan. the is that where Duke Power likes to put all their no. sludge? No, that's, that's Blues Creek, and then they charge everybody more money for dumping their but Blues Cr- Blues Creek Blues. as we call it, but spelled B E L E W S, and everybody else on the news and calls it Blues Creek. Blues. But it is technically Blues Lake. Blues Lake. Blues. Yeah. My son cut his foot Blues in that damn Creek. lake because yeah. everybody throws damn fucking balls in that lake too. Yeah, that's where my yeah. fucking kids play. Damn it! I I am there a lot now, and I really enjoy it. Because I don't care how. Can I ask you a question? What are you, what are you doing out there? My aunt okay. and uncle have a place out there. Like a house out there? It's so all the properties. It's a, la- it's a lakeside. This, yeah, all these properties have to be either a trailer or a modular build. They cannot be permanent. So, based on the on Blue's Creek. Mar- on this part, this okay. marina. I've seen some pretty massive houses. Oh no, no yeah, no, 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 absolute mansions. They could be there, event yeah, centers. Okay. There are houses, yeah. however. Most people that buy lots buy these things called park sides or lake sides. Mm-hmm. And it's a single wide trailer, the I-beams under a single wide trailer. And they build two to three to four stories on top of them. Well, the remodeling company that I worked for post high school stopped doing remodeling in order to build 
and rebuild docks on Blues Lake mm. or do these park sides, which they could build on this one guy's property with the same tires, axles, and everything under them, and then trailer them to Blues Lake. Yep. Huh. Set them down, put these platform, these center. So what kind of kickbacks were going on during this? Well, uh, seven twenty-five an hour for sure. me, bud. Well, no, but so a lot of that's been changed. You can make fifteen bucks an hour if you did it now. I could make twenty dollars an hour as a teller, which is three cents an hour more uh, than I make now. So, so, so Duke Power douche. would love to is have it. Douche? It. Duke, I feel like a douche about it. Duke Power would love it if nobody could use the lake. They only need the water for the transformers. The nuclear reactors to be cool. They own the Lake uh, Lake Norman, too. They own parts Duke of that, Power too. doesn't have nuclear reactors. It's, That's the Simpsons you're yeah, it's, it's nuclear instead of coal burning. Yeah. No. Or whatever the hell it is, it's not coal burning. It's, it's the other c- It's coal and turbines. The Not anymore. The, They've changed it. No. That's why no, it's only white vapor that comes up. There's no... Fu- dude, there's... I'm not fact-checking you. So this is a cool thing called Google? Yeah. I'm not fact-checking anybody on this, but... Did you say fact-checking? Fag, yeah. Uh, no, there's no way that nuclear power has made its way into Rockingham and Guilford County without me knowing about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, President. No Matt. fucking way. It's, 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 it would be a, a huge. Huge? It'd be a huge if it All did. Right. Well, anyway, I've been told nuclear reactor, whatever. Or, but they still, like, Duke Power still owns, like, most Lake yes, Norman. So well, right? they don't want a lot of. Lake Norman's in Wake. Yeah, but I believe they own most of that lake, to be honest they, with you. For Blues oh, Lake, they own all of it. Yeah. It is only there for them. It was made for them. Catfish that eat um, in. However, so while we're swimming and boating and kayaking and all those there things. There could be a fucking house under that lake. Right. You can only, eat, you can only eat a certain mercury content of fish out of that lake. Remember when you were, well, you guys probably don't, but when I was a kid, our teachers used to actually put mercury in our hands and let us play with the the little mercury balls. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Do, yeah, they don't you do that anymore. swallow it. Well, not only that, but it soaks through your skin and can kill yeah. you that way. Yeah. No, okay, so to wrap it up, the point, Get though. The vaccine. They actually, they don't want wake-generating activities on the lake because it causes erosion. The more dirt goes in, the lake gets wider, shit changes, water, all the properties change. So they really want a lot of things to be subdued. Again, they don't even want people there. So you can't actually change your dock at all now. I'm going to need and facts on this because it sounds like Say facts or facts? Facts. Because okay. it sounds they, like a... With a G or with an... It sounds like an amalgamation of bovine fecal matter. Mm. Okay, so... That's cows for those. Based on, yeah, it's a pile of based on being very close like. with several people who own their properties. What are your sources? People who own His the aunts. fucking properties. I'm going to name them off right here. Okay, if Joe Biden owned property in China, would he say that? You'd have 300, 700, 200 billion not, of those. Not going there. Just just finish the point. I'm not going to argue it. Uh, he <laughs> literally, for the deck, they have come by for and the said dick? he's. they have a deck with a, a, a kind of walk out. So the part basically. You can walk on my dick. It, it borders the shore where it comes up at their house, and there's one piece that goes out like a pier into the lake. Now, they cannot add or widen that pier section at all. They can replace the wood. They can change out the support beams and everything else for structural integrity. They can keep it as it is. They cannot add to it in any way. If they take away from it, they can never add that back on. Those are the new stipulations of Blue's Lake. So it's just kind of interesting. I don't even know how the fuck we got started on that point because 
It took so long to get just to that clarification. Me either. Question 21. Uh, <laughs> what is the most ridiculous thing about living in the age of social media? I think we kind of elaborated to this a little bit earlier. I think the fact is that you just don't get punched in the mouth, shall we say. Uh, when you deserve you don't get, to you don't get Yeah, you don't mouth. get to that, that actual, that person in front of you, that actual pushback on the comment that you made, whether it was right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, we, we can now say things uh, in this digital age of social media, however we want to say it, without any repercussions for the most part. And um, we need checks and balances, to be honest with you. We need someone to say, hey, you know what? The comment that you made was not a good comment. It was a wrong comment. And you need to be, you know. Uh, uh, you need to be fucked up a little bit for it. Sure. Or, or held accountable for your comment that you made. Right. Um, and that just doesn't happen anymore. I mean, you know, we... Growing up in, in my day, it's like, you know what, we, we talked about bullies and, and how bullies kind of like rule the world and, and that, you know, it was bad for society to have bullies. But now we have this age of social media where everybody's a damn fucking bully. Because if you don't believe in what they believe in, then you are outcasted, you are shunned, you are made to be looking like a piece of shit. And nowadays, if you even like talk back about that, someone can screenshot that, send it to their boss, whatever. Next thing you know, you lost your job for just giving your opinion on something in life. But because so many people hated your opinion, now you lose your job and you lose your way of life because of the way that you are thinking and believing. And so the most ridiculous thing is is the fact that we cannot just talk anymore and just say our opinions and just and, and go with it that way there. I do have a question. Have you seen HBO Max's 15 Minutes of Shame? No, I've not. It is produced by Monica Lewinsky. I have not watched it yet. However, I heard she's becoming a Republican now because the Democrats left a bad taste in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so she was what do you think about that one, Mr. Knight? I don't know what the definition of is is. <laughs> I heard that she's a little salty. Like that taste. Like the taste of that. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It was a good, I thought it was a good joke. All yeah, right. no, it is good. Uh, no, but so 15 Minutes of Shame is another HBO Max documentary addressing pervasive social, cultural, and or political issues. In this case, public shaming and cancel culture. The film was produced by Monica Lewinsky, who is in the opening moments declares herself patient zero for someone whose life was ruined by the internet. And think, or really the Clintons, does, either way. I think she's just mad you know, that she didn't get paid for the porn that was never video. Yeah, could you imagine her OnlyFans account at this point? Like, had yeah. that ha- had OnlyFans been around back in the 90s? The amount of people yeah, said 90s. they would have yeah, fucked her back then. She would have made billions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, it, but it, it, it's it's sad that we just, that, that, that's the way we live nowadays. Like, you know, and, and, and again, going back to my age, it's like, you know, you always heard like, and I think we talked about this earlier about, it matters what's in the inside, not the outside. Well, if that's the case, then why are all these dumbass bitches with big titties and big asses copying everybody else on the internet, making millions of dollars for doing the same thing that somebody else is doing? And, and or the Kardashians for that. It's matter. all backwards. Every it, bit of it. It also goes back to kind of the conversation that we had on on the previous question. Um, com- I, I, I I found an article why. Social media is unhealthy. Sure it is. Absolutely it is. The biggest reason, and it's the same reason that you left social media, is that comparing your life to someone else's life is unhealthy. Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, the insecurity of females, too. Yeah, and uh, JR, you and I had the conversation kind of off, off mic, off camera, so to speak. Off the record. uh, About. On the down low. Fine. Uh, and this was 
about, you know, something you mentioned earlier about the finances that, you know, you had said that, you know, yeah, my son definitely has more than that person than than that God, person over show there. You the accounts. And and <laughs> right, Mr. Perone. And and my thing was like I guarantee it. And I spent a few days thinking about it. I'm like, yeah. He does because I'm up until a few days ago when I got the child tax credit, I was 2 to 3 months behind on my cell phone bill. I'm still 2 to 3 months behind on my power bill. I'm still two to three months behind on my gas bill. I'm still two to three months behind on my water bill. But that's not that's not on anybody but me. Correct. If only you had been an island boy. If only. And that's the thing that pisses me off too. Sure. Is because people like that, because they claim a set of the Crips. Yep. A gang. That they now have came out and said, I'm not, I'm not a member of that set. I'm fucked up. I, they're a millionaire. It's yeah. the cash me outside girl thing yep. all over again. Yep. Yet, I'm doing everything that I can with what I love. This sure. podcast, bringing people such as Kevin, such as jr on this podcast or my favorite guest you guys had wild bill that guy is awesome Fuck i wish him. i could speak the way he spoke Fuck my my brain him. does not work that way like my brain works like that between the hours of 12 and 2 in the morning when i'm trying to get to sleep that's exactly the thoughts that go through my he's head like, i don't know how to put them he's out there. like my my favorite guest is, is wild bill he's like my ben home. shapiro and i don't always agree what ben shapiro says i'll how, go with that too. however he speaks in, the, in the way yeah. that it's like you ask him a question. He's like, bam, did you know what? My Jewish mother said that this and, happened. And in and your head, you're like, I just asked the dumbest question, which I thought was the smartest question. Yeah. To me, it's like Bill Maher. I don't always agree with what you say, but God damn it, I wow, love the Bill. way you say it. Yeah. No, but uh, same thing with John Daly. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Oh, sorry, John Stewart. John Stewart. Not John Daly. John Daly says, show me your tits. Remember, so speaking of that real quick, do you remember the uh, the, the guy's show? What was it? It was like... The Man, man show. show? The Man Show. Yeah. And now Jimmy Kimmel, he's all about women's rights and all this shit here. He did After that Silverman. fucking shit he did with him. But he's originally about... Nobody cares. But he's originally... Like, Paula Dean says the N-word one time to like somebody that somebody, somebody, somebody knows, and she lost her business for like 10 years. Yeah. But freaking that guy with the Man Show, Jimmy Kimmel, he's like, well... I do the feminist Adam Carolla, right? Who is now one of the biggest fucking conservative comedians. Yeah, he's where they with Joe Rogan. And Jimmy Kimmel was just like, I knew the guy, but I didn't really know him that well. I knew him. I didn't know him. I never fucked his wife. Yeah. Just whatever. Fucking, yeah. Liberal media. I have not kept up on some of those names. Um, so I think we've all pretty much just kind of surmised this a bit. So, We're yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break in there. Yeah. Because. Sure. We're going to see. Bef- before I break in there, can we end our 21 question episode with some type of something? Because I have a, I have a question from Bill Schaefer to you. Ooh. Sure, let's end it with that. Is that the wild bill? I, I don't. I don't want to end okay. it with that in case it's inappropriate and okay. it, it might. Oh, that's fine. Um, I mean, I I basically so 
in looking at these past 21 questions, I want to say that I really think we've delved deeply over changes in life as you move through different stages, the effect of social media, and definitely the importance of either managing or understanding money. I got to say, your dreams can follow a lot of things. They can change as you change. However, careful decisions, careful thoughts, but also, you know, not forgetting that you're living in the moment a little bit. Can I I kind of elaborate a little bit on that there? I think one of the things like, you know, having kids in the social media age and stuff like that is sometimes people get, and even adults, whatever, even myself, um, we get caught up sometimes in what we see as reality on TV or the social media stuff there. And I think it's important that we realize that that's not reality that, you know, because the Kardashians are doing this or because some, you know, TikToker is famous for doing this. That's, that's not a great reality. Point. You're not always at a concert. Correct. I you can know, be happy that you're out be on, happy on with Friday. what you have. Look at the things that you have. Look at the things that can make you better and do those things. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Worry about yourself. Because at the end of the day, nobody cares about you. Even if you think like you've got an ugly outfit on and you get your haircuts a mess and you're you got got to wear glasses that day. Yeah, but sometimes when you feeling yourself, you feeling yourself. Right, but but my my point is like Check when you feel before you wreck yourself. But when you feel like you're a mess, nobody's really looking and no. nobody really cares. So wear your Crocs in Walmart. Yeah, people. do do whatever makes you happy. At the end of the day, do what makes you happy. Be the person that you want to be, and and you're going to find people that are like you that want to be the people that you want to be, and surround yourself with those people. Don't surround yourself with the things that, that don't make sense. Don't surround yourself with artificial things because that's what you think is happiness. Happiness comes from within, and I, I know it's hard to believe it at a young age of 20 or even 30, but if you like something, just be it. You'll find people that like the same things that you like, whether it's anime, whether it's sports, whatever, but you will find those people that like the same things you do and go after that. Don't be somebody you're not. That's my, that's my last point. That's one of the reasons that I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I hate that fucking movie. For a hat. (laughs) I don't mean to go. I hate that fucking movie. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. We are all about being opinionated on the show. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> is fucking that movie. one of the one of the last songs on that show is don't be don't don't was don't feel it be it so don't that was beautiful be, don't I actually be, cried a little don't, bit yeah <laughs> uh, um, I'm proud cried. I'm proud I'm editing it all out don't <laughs> don't be it or don't feel it be it or if you feel it be it now. If you want to, I'll about go with that. If you I'll ain't, then be ain't. Yeah, right. And I'll let you. Nigger! <laughs> it's nagger. <laughs> All right, Stan's dead. <laughs> Not editing that out. But I think Rocky, the, the better version of the Rocky Horror Picture hey, Show is that one with uh, Demi Moore and Tom Hanks and the two fat twins. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Remember the car breaks down? No, nobody Demi cares. Moore? Uh, Demi Moore is in this movie. Mo- moving on to the end Anyways. of the episode. <laughs> Since I mean you're obviously done, I've only had. I'm yeah. pretty sure you oh, can yeah. just cut this off. Right just made the pyramid right here. We we could <laughs> we could. So all right, how about this? Let's do a cut off, and then let's do this last little bit. I honestly, when I know we want outros, but no, when he stopped, why does your watch keep having the like the map on it? It's no, that's because I had to have it set. Oh. Wherever I am, it shows us a. What were you about to say? This is rape. I really kind of like, I mean, I know that we want to, I feel like a gentle fade into, thank you for listening to our podcast. 
Hope you have a wonderful night. Whatever the hell we want to end it with. But I really like just what the way he finished it. To me, it wraps up the 21 questions. It's a fine point. I, I, I know it's not any move that you get to have final call on, I don't but I really care. like just clean up that. I don't care. Yeah. Because whatever you did, you tell me to do, it's easier for me. I like that. Cl- I like that's how I am with my there. wife. <laughs> uh, exactly. Just tell me what to exactly. do. <laughs> exactly. You get it hard. Don't put f- two fingers in. Don't. Right. I don't care. Well, I've, I really don't. I, care. It's one and this way. <laughs> yeah, I bought you the Hitachi, <laughs> the thing that plugs into the wall. Like it, if it hurts your pussy or it doesn't, I don't care. It feels fine for me. The uh, no, it's one of the. I actually feel like you know, if I have a problem, even with like me or Riley or whatever, I have a hard time kind of bringing that up sometimes. Because that's a problem I have. I feel like I have a hard time I don't. I'll suggesting be like, things to you. You motherfucking bitch. No, but y'all y'all, y'all get but, away with that. No, we don't get away with that. I get away with fucking want to oh, kill that bitch. I'd be you guys come to my house. God damn. All right, well, let's do this outro because I didn't even run. All Sooner right. Later. All right, so we're going to do the outro and then we're going to do a run. And then we're, and we're going to be the, and then we're going to do a cyclist. And like, so. We hope that you all have enjoyed this four, five, nineteen. How many? How many parts was this? This should be three. Three. We might want to be in four. Three. Yeah, oh, three, three. Three. Yeah. 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 Uh, with uh, with Jr. It was a. Uh, it was, it was a, a pleasure being on here, and I'd love to come back if you guys would have me back. I will. Again. I will. Play, I love it. And I'd actually love to maybe. I see. There's four seats here. There are. I, I, I like I said earlier. I think Wild Bill is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, guests you guys have had on here. I think the guy is very intellectual. I think he speaks very well. I like the way he speaks. I would love to be on a podcast with he, that guy. He, he would be really fun with Dusty I, Rhodes too. And he's friends with Dusty Rhodes. No, not. What do we? What do we name? Was that a stripper name? Ca. I don't. Know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I, it's a stripper named Dusty Rhodes. Anyway, Dusty Bottoms. Remember Dusty Bottoms? Dusty Trojan. Dusty Trojan. I had spoken with him earlier today, and he said that um, you know he would like to also, you know, shoot a little shoot a little porno. Ooh, nice. With with you. Uh, so the, I'll play mouse. I'll play chicken dick if he wants to. But uh, again, going to the back store, it's it's nothing but soggy uh, soggy bananas. The soggy bottom boys. <laughs> If we, we will, if we if if we will, so I have to I have to find the. I know he's just gonna record his own fucking outro. Before no, we get real hard, no, we can record an outro. I just no, I thought we were. <laughs> I thought we were too. I didn't know where where it was going. My wife had to have those two uh, chairs. How as about well, how, we've never used? How about this? <laughs> I'm gonna go suck my own dick. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting mad at myself. My hand goes too. up, your mouth goes shut. <laughs> yeah, you wish. <laughs> Didn't work at the dinner table either. <laughs> Think I was a glass table. I would have missed the whole show. Thank you all for listening to another episode of 21 Questions with Bishop and Knight. Thank you all for welcoming our best, maybe best, maybe the biggest biggest breast, man breast oh, guest, JR. That was me. Yeah, it, it probably, it with probably the is. With moobs it on probably it, is. Man. Anyway, like, subscribe, follow, share with your friends, and, you know... Me and my wife might be at some point plural, so 
And do you guys have an OnlyFans? We do, but it's just me installing ceiling fans oh. in houses. So it's like me putting OnlyFans in ba-dum, the... Ba-dum, ba-dum, yeah. Anyway, we love y'all. Thank you. Don't be a pawn. You're, you're king. You're queen. All you're... right, what's... about now? Can I take these headphones off? No. Damn it. But I can't hear anything. What? 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 <laughs> oh, I can't wait to tomorrow. All right. So I, I texted Bill and I said, you might get a kick out of the latest episode of Checkmate. We discuss pronouns. He says, I saw where you posted one of the latest. I'm on drill, but I'll check it out tonight for oh, sure. Oh, service? Yeah. Oh, reserves, I think, right? Oh. Uh, National Guard. I said word. Same thing. He said, I wish I'd have been there for the pronoun one. I said, L-M-A-O-Y. He said, there was so much I was commenting on, like paraphrasing, Bishop. I don't have a problem with a guy showing up as a woman, but they, as a pronoun, bothers me. I was, how can that be? My head exploded. LOL. So I think actually that would actually be a good episode to be honest with you, like commentating on past episodes because like there are some things I need to write them down. I'd have to go back and listen to some. But yeah, some, like I'm like man, I, like I've got like like it's the viewer show for there's 90 Day Fiance and then there's the reaction show. Right, but there's some things like man, I got some comments on that or like I want to ask you questions about this, that, or the other thing, like to like just dig into it deeper. I actually feel like some of what we were too drunk like and slurry through. Explain it a little bit better. I don't because I'm I'm the one that edits it. Well, I thought we lost that. But like maybe like a best of like where we talk about no, the best of because this is what he's he's commenting on what he's listening to. Yeah, I'm saying the there. drunken slurry one. Can I leave the pyramid there? Or do you have a trash can somewhere? Uh, there's one. Can I leave it there though? You can. I don't right. care. All right, we're done. <laughs>